Today's show brought to you by Redcon1.com. That's right. Click the link at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this on. Check them out. Use promo code T20 Quartermiss. That's right. Redcon1.com. There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard around the world. Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry, and John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boys, Davy Crockett, and Lee. Coming to you from the D Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon. This is Don't Tread on America. I am your host, Don Q. How's everybody doing out there today? Today is uh, Friday. <laughs> uh, what's today? The 11th. We'll call it the 11th. Oh, it's uh, vet, uh, Veterans Day. Veterans Day. Got a guest in the studio today. Two. Two guests. We got the producer and the producer's wife. So, uh, happy Veterans Day to all those. <coughs> What'd she say? <laughs> Just edit that out. What? It's Veterans Yeah, it's Friday. <laughs> Friday, Friday, Friday. It's theater of the mind. Take, <laughs> take another drink. It'll be Friday. <laughs> it, it's, it'll be Friday soon <laughs> enough. Hey, what are we drinking today? Mm. I uh. believe you made some delicious old fashions with some... Uh, Wild turkey rare breed. Wild turkey rare breed. <clears throat> and it it burns a little bit. It's got a it's got a little bite. Got a little bit. So um, see, and he just broke the glass jar. <laughs> so he had to bring his wife with him today because he wasn't allowed to go out without. I've, I've got a I've got, I've got somebody watching over me. <laughs> yeah, making sure I'm on my best behavior. <laughs> she no no more. That's all you get is you only get the one drink. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm on vacation, though. <laughs> Doesn't matter. All right, guys. <clears throat> so, like I told you, I got something going on here. Yeah. So, like I told you guys on the uh, previous show, hope you guys are enjoying the uh, boule situation there. Wasn't Any- there a song about that? Boule? Yeah. I don't know. Boule, boule. <laughs> that was wooly bully. Oh, my bad. Come on, man. That was back when you were, what, like in your 20s, right? Right. Christopher J. McGillcuddy is in the studio. Just had a birthday yesterday, uh, the other day, Tuesday. It's yeah. yep. um, <laughs> frying her brain over there. <laughs> How are you now? 52, 50? 137. You're walking like you're 137. I feel like I'm 137. <laughs> Very interesting. All right. So, uh, yeah, let's get the other sponsor out of the way. We'll get some of the business done. Okay. Let's not forget about our new sponsor to the show, Christian Lawson Watches. 
Check them out at ChristianLawson.com. Use promo code DTOM at checkout to get <clears throat> to get 30% <laughs> off on your purchase price. <laughs> I'm sure they love that promo. I'm sorry. Let me let me get a gander at that watch there. Uh, it's in the room. Theater of the mind. Oh, here it is right here. Look at that. Diamond clustered. And Mark that to edit that shit. I'm not keep, I'm keeping it in. Fuck it. <laughs> All right, so Christian Lawson, check them out. Uh, remember, use DTOM at the checkout, 30% off. All right. Also, guys, don't forget to check us out on social media at Dual Trade on America on Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker. Just basically Ticker Talkers. I'm making drinks, acting a fool, shaking my ass. You like know, you do. I twerk to the Billie Eilish, you know, was it like top something about a T-shirt? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and check us out on Twitter at Tom underscore seventeen seventy five. All right, what are we talking about today? There's a microphone. No there. idea. Open discussion. Open discussion. All right. Brought to you in part by the X Files. Of course, with Chris here, we have to do a D Tom Files, right? You don't have to. We don't have to. No. This is Not going required. to be a situation where you used to watch X Files when you were a kid, right? No, I don't. Know Whatever. What you're so, X-Files wasn't always about conspiracy theories. It was odd stories. Uh, right. It mainly centered around like UFO and aliens and stuff like that, but it did have the occasional just odd story. So, Chris and I were talking about pedophiles. Not like you, like you do. You know, like you do. Not that him and him him, him and or I I, Easy for you to say. I don't think so, anyway. Let me see your phone. What's in there? <laughs> now, so, what we're doing a show on today, and this is a fly-by-the-seat-of-our-pants show. So, and the producer's drunk, I think. She's <laughs> over there hiccuping. So, <laughs> I want to play that clip that you had from, um, that you found off of YouTube real quick. That'll kind of start us down the path. So basically what the show is going to be about is Hollywood and their role in um, pedophilia. Sure. And, um, and the darkness and sinisterism. Is that a word? It's the detail word of the day. Sinnerism. 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 I can't even say it. So there you go. Have another drink. <laughs> but anyway, so, so on uh, part two of the boule, we I talked about the um, celebrities, whether they be athletes, actors, singers, whatever, and their roles in evil practices. Okay. So Hollywood, what? Mm-mm. Hollywood has been involved in this for probably close to a hundred years now. I would I would have to say. So. This was a clip, or this is a clip, from Pinocchio, the movie. This was 1940. So you're talking 82 years ago, right? Um, and this is the, the scene is the coachman's, the coachman's plan. So we'll play that. I don't know how loud that's going to be coming in. Not loud at all, evidently. <laughs> now listen to the words here. Some gold with a diamond chain. High diddle day. Actors' life is gay. 
for me. <laughs> and the dummy fell for it. <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> and he still thinks we're his friends. <laughs> and did Stromboli pay? Plenty. <laughs> that shows you how low honest John will stoop. <laughs> eh, Giddy? This isn't us, is it? We're drunk. Sounds like you. I know, right? What's your proposition? Well, smoking cigars, drinking some beer. How would you blokes like to make some real money? This is where it gets good here. Well, and who do we have to? No, no, nothing like that. You see. I'm collecting stupid little boys. Stupid little boys? You know, the disobedient ones, what play you give them school. Oh. And you see. an evil plot right there to kidnap little boys, I guess mischievous little boys. little boys, and take them to Pleasure Island. Interesting, interesting, the interesting thing <laughs> about that is you've gone to downtown Disney, sure. right? Mm-hmm. So years ago, that area used to be called Pleasure Island. Do I... Do I do I remember correctly that you worked at Disney? So anyway, we are talking about <laughs> raping young boys, right? Oh. Um. <laughs> so, yes, I did. When I was a child, I was enslaved at Disney Camp. I was one of the ones in. It's a small world. Is <laughs> no, but I just find it. I find it weird that as you do this type of research and you start looking at stuff like this, that um, they don't hide it. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's like... It, it It's... They put it inside cartoons because what's the first thing that you think of? Oh, well, this is, this is a cartoon. It's for kids. for kids. It's not... Well, I mean, first of all, you don't have very many adults watching kids' cartoons, right? right. So they're not paying attention to such things. And then as a kid... You're listening to this, so it's kind of like a subliminal type. Right. If you want to call it that, it's kind of a grooming type situation where you're you're slowly implanting this stuff in their uh, uh, entertainment. Right. 
Whereas now they're a little bit more open about it. Well, and and I'll be honest with you, the movie Pinocchio, I know this is going to come as a shock. I, I don't know that I've ever seen the movie. And... <laughs> Are you I, serious? I may have, but it was probably 40-something years ago. Come on, man. That's what I'm saying. I just, Jimmy the Cricket? Come on, man. It's Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> but interesting. Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket. Do you know what that, speaking of Jiminy Crickets, do you know what he represents? He represents your conscience. But do you know what he represents? Or who he represents? Uh, the little green man? Think of the initials. Mm-hmm. No, no T. It's not Jimmy the Cricket. It's Jiminy Crickets. JC. You told me it was Jimmy the Cricket. No, it's Jimmy the Greek. I think he was a sports. <laughs> he was a sports betting. <laughs> Jiminy Crickets represents Jesus Christ. He's your conscience. Your conscience is supposed to be represented as Jesus Christ. As so God. he was trying to do the good things, right? And trying to tell and Pinocchio that was trying to do mischievous things that little boys do. But the best... <laughs> I don't want to say the best thing. <laughs> the best thing about Pinocchio, the 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 thing about Disney cartoons. What? You told me one day it was Jimmy the Cricket. It's supposed to be Jimmy the Cricket, but it's you say it fast, Jimmy the Cricket. Jiminy no, Cricket. Jiminy Cricket, that's his name. Is it really? It's yeah. Jiminy. Yeah, Jiminy. It, I thought it was Jimmy. Jiminy. Jiminy. Jiminy Crickets. Jiminy Crickets. And I and I could couldn't tell you the last time I saw that movie. You just said you don't know that you've ever seen the movie. I don't know that I have. I don't know that I have, so I couldn't tell you the last time I saw it if I have. But I know it's Jiminy Crickets and he represents Jesus Christ. At any rate. Anyway. So Newsflash. This just in, my wife was right. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> November 11th, 2022. <laughs> anyway, um, the interesting thing about Disney movies, especially back in these days, mm-hmm. in the 40, 30s, 40s, 50s, mm-hmm. um, like you said, they made these these movies, these cartoons, whatever, for kids. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for. I mean, think back in those days, especially. In the in 1940, when this movie came out, there wasn't TVs in the house, right? So you went to the movie theater to watch this. Mm-hmm. Was mom and dad, mom and or dad, sitting there? Did they let little Susie and Johnny go watch the movie? You know, to kind of get them out of your hair a little mm-hmm. bit. So they're sitting there and they're watching a movie. Of or, a, or even if they are there, how much attention are they really paying? To yeah, a, I mean, they're. Cartoon? They're on their cell phones. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, they're not. Spoiling. You know, funny enough that you mentioned that. I mean, completely off topic or whatever. But right. I That's actually saw what an, we do. <laughs> I saw an ad for. Um, it was nineteen sixty ish, somewhere okay. around in there, like 64, 65, 66. Right. It was an ad in the newspaper talking about how you were going to have phones. In your so it was predicting. Oh no no no! I'm sorry I'm sorry. It was 1980, 1980 on the dot, and it was you're gonna be and, and the lady was holding something that looked like a uh, 
what was the uh, the big flat Motorola like razor? Okay, that's what it looked like she was holding, talking about how you were going to have the power, you were going to have a phone in I'm your sh- pocket. I'm sure that at that time they yeah, but knew. You- yeah, no, yeah, yeah, they, but, but, but cell you, phone technology came out in early, early 80s. Early 80s, yeah, but you think of the first cell phones that we had. The first one was the huge brick that you had to no. carry with the cell phone. Te- like a, cell uh, phone technology started with car phones. No, I understand that, like, but I'm saying think of the you, first cell phones out there. Right, right, right. But I'm saying because the reason they started as car phones, not that this has anything to do with Hollywood pedophilia, but <laughs> whatever. Welcome welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, you guys knew. <laughs> um was the the size like you talk about the size of having to carry the well, brick? You had, yeah, you had the car phone first, right? And then because you, you needed the, the battery power, you needed to right, be able but, to transmit, and then and, you had the portable, which right. looked like you remember the like old a briefcase, uh, yeah, right, our satchel, you yeah. Know. And then then we had the brick. Same then way. you had the brick, you know, that was a hundred dollars per second, right? That you, you, but but you got on it anyway. So to, you know, speaking. And welcome I, I welcome not, to the the uh, cell phone technology uh, show with uh, your host Chris and Don. Um, I don't know. I just found it weird. What was it. what was your first um, cell phone? Cell phone. Uh, you had one like that. Yeah. Really? Nah. The very first one I had was kind of like a Nokia type. So relatively smaller. Well, you remember the Nokia one? You know, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one right there? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. <laughs> it still works. That's my burner phone. I call my whores. <laughs> yeah. Only reason I have is because it got the <laughs> face plate on. Because yeah. it's awesome. That was the last time they won a national championship, I think. <laughs> oh. But anyway, um, what? My first cell phone was a. Uh, Alexander Graham Bell. It was like you twist. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, it was a GTE, mm. right? Mm-hmm. GTE Wireless. I remember right. that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got it from Radio Shack. Of course. And uh, <laughs> what's a Radio Shack? <laughs> right. And it was. It wasn't really. It wasn't big. It was probably a little bigger than that, but it probably weighed five pounds. Like I'd put it in my pocket, and my pants would fall down. And the thing was, is we were poorer than dog shit, right? And could never use the phone because the phone was free. Like, it was like, if I recall correctly, you signed up for this contract and I think we paid a penny for the, for phone. the phone. And it was free. Oh, yeah, but the, the plan. It, well, the plan was relatively free. Nights and weekends. Nights and weekends, Nights and weekends was free. Mm-hmm. So, but... And I think I only had so many minutes per month or something like yeah. that to talk. So you use the shit out of it on. Oh yeah, on the freaking weekends, I look like a damn fucking pimp. I'm in the damn grocery store. Hey babe, what's up? Yeah, hey. Oh yeah, we need some eggs. Okay, cool. And we had one. Oh shit, my. We had one, so I would go to to the grocery store, right, and be like, Ah, oh, I forgot what I was supposed to get. And pop my cell phone. Boop 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 boop. Because it wasn't even this good where I could just swipe up and hit Nancy. There wasn't no texting back then. It was just you call people. It was yeah. still primitive. Yeah, there was no texting. I'm not that old. <laughs> so I'd call. Hey, ah, oh, we need the green beans. Ah, okay. I'll be home in a little bit. Click. <laughs> you know, and I was like, <laughs> and it was just because you know you thought you was hot shit because right. It's not like now where you look. If you if you talk to somebody right now, if you just happen to be in in wherever. Oh yeah, I was on my phone. Oh, do you see this? 
thing on Twitter or whatever, and someone says, oh, I don't have a cell phone, you would look at them like they were fucking mm-hmm. insane. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, what are you, poor? I mean, you have to be... You, not even poor, not because even Obama poor, was giving Obama phones Yeah, I see, there's homeless. I don't know how we got off of... <laughs> Pedophilia to cell phones, but here we are. We're, we're going to tie it back in. We're going to circle back around. <laughs> we're going to do the Jen Saki. So anyway, cell phones and pedophilia, right? But um, <laughs> so back in the forties, when I'm, these, when, I'm, I'm sorry to have gotten us off. How do we even get on cell phones? I, I just was talking about the ad that I saw. Oh, okay. Was, yeah, it just kind of amazed me that. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, so fucking kids. Gotcha. Go ahead. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you gotta love the call that calls somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then and then when they answer, Hi, this is McGillicuddy Jones, how can I help you? I don't know, you fucking called me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> fucking people. Anyway. The love the beauty of cell phones, right? Right. <laughs> cell phones, right? <laughs> anyway. Um Raping kids. Okay. So in the early 40s, late 30s, early 40s, you had these movies. You had Pinocchio. You had Treasure Island. You had uh, Peter Pan. You had, I'm sure there were other movies, but these are like the popular movies. So the interesting thing about Pinocchio, and the reason we started talking about Pinocchio was because of a movie that just recently came out. Live action action movie Mm -hmm. Pinocchio came out with Tom Hanks, right? Right. So wholesome, good man that he is. Right. Now, what is the role that he plays in that movie? Uh, that would be Geppetto. Geppetto. Petto. Geppetto. Just a pedo. Just. Justin Petto. <laughs> <laughs> it's so interesting it, how. Do, do, <laughs> do, do you recall? Do you recall? <laughs> Do you do you recall my wife? We got an audience my here wife. today, folks. Do you recall what Geppetto did? This show is recorded in, in front of a live studio <laughs> audience. You got the laugh sign? I probably do. <laughs> Go ahead. Do you recall? Yeah. Do you recall what Geppetto did in the movie? Raped little boys. And oh God. Well, he built a little kid. To... Yeah. Right. Do you recall what Geppetto like? What? Who? Who was he in Pinocchio? He was the puppeteer. He was the one that created Pinocchio. So he was an older, older guy, grandfatherly looking guy. Oh, that's right. Yep. Who got to play with a little boy. Wooden boy. Wood and boy. Mm-hmm. Are you guys maybe looking too much into that? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. I'm just saying what I think is interesting about this. Okay. Let's, let's lay it out for the way I look at Pinocchio. Let me say this about that. Here's an old man mm-hmm. named Petto. Mm-hmm. Playing with Jay Petto that built a little playboy. Because he wanted... Because he wanted companionship. Who, that if the little boy told a lie, his... Nose. Nose grew. <laughs> nose. Nose, quote unquote, nose grew, right? Mm-hmm. Then... Um. In turn, you know, he had his conscience with him. Jiminy the Cricket. He was a sports. <laughs> he was a sports better. <laughs> Jiminy I <think>. the Greek. <laughs> Bet on the best. 
Speaking of racist, right? <laughs> anyway, um, so I, I like I said, I don't know the whole story, but the basis of the story, you had a guy named Geppetto. Geppetto. Created a little boy to hang out with, to be able to play with, to do whatever. Okay. Okay. So we're creating the live action movie. And, and who is the star who, of who, the movie? Who better to play the role of Geppetto than one Thomas J. Hanks? <laughs> is his middle name actually J? I don't know. J O, probably. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? J O. Right? You get got it? it? Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tippy Wakers. Thank you. That's, that's, thank you. Okay. Um, What's this? Laugh, Seinfeld laugh track. Hold on. What is this one? <laughs> What's the deal with Geppetto? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We got it. What's the deal? What happened? So anyway, um, yo mama jokes. <laughs> no, I, it, that, it's very... I think it's, I think it's very telling... Like they're not even trying to hide it anymore. Yeah, it's like they're just doing it out in plain sight. So, yeah, back in the 40s, you have situations where they put these movies out. And they're trying to subliminally mm-hmm. make these things happen. But fast forward well, 80-something years later, and it's like they're fucking telling you. Well, and we've talked about it. It's not just Pinocchio. We've talked about um, the, the Steamboat Willie. <laughs> yeah, Steamboat Willie, where the cheese is coming down the conveyor belt, and he's... Pounding it out and making a Swiss cheese. <laughs> and you guys can say, oh, whatever. That's not. Google it. Google Steamboat Willie Cheese Factory. And you'll see him making cheese factory. He's making the Fumunda cheese. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Fumunda. And then you had, of course, the one that we were talking about the other day, Peter Pan. And Peter Pan is an interesting movie. If if you think about it, because I I think I blew your mind with this one. Yeah, yeah. So we were talking about Peter Pan, and and the once again another movie that if I saw was forty something years ago. You have a a what what was he Peter Pan was he a boy was he a fairy what was I mean he was a fairy but. Well, he was supposed to be a dude. Lo- he was supposed to be a little uh, like a boy, okay. like a young young boy, and he was. Kidnapping, essentially. Hmm. Well, I guess I guess the basic story, the way I got you, well, was, the guy, the way I got you thinking about this was this. I think I simply asked you one simple question. I don't even know if we were even talking about Peter Pan. We were talking about Pinocchio, mm-hmm. and I asked you one question: yeah, What if Doctor Hook was the good guy? <laughs> and you were like, "What?" what? <laughs> so I had read a story where. Captain Hook, right? His name is Captain Hook because why? He crocodile mm-hmm. bit off his bit hand off, or yeah. whatever, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So as this story is presented, um, Peter Pan was kidnapping the Lost Boys, right? Well, the chi- yeah, the children, children, right? But weren't they called the Lost Boys or his his gang was the Lost okay? Boys. His gang was the Lost Boys, mm-hmm. and um, he was sprinkling the kids with. Fairy, fairy dust. dust, and I don't think that has anything to do with necessarily being gay, like fairy. Oh, he's a fairy dust. I think mm-hmm. that more is an allusion to so, to weed, yeah, to to LSD, to weed, to something to makes you, oh, you yeah. Know, so you're going to be able to fly, fly. Oh, yeah. So I think that's a allude, you know, alludes to drug use, and then 
what if Captain Hook knew of this plan and was trying to save those kids? Or stop Peter or Pan. Or stop Peter Pan, but try to save the kids, but stop Peter Pan. But we are told the story that Captain Hook was the evil guy and Peter Pan was trying to get the kids away from him. Well, I'm going to say this about that. I think that is no different than any other thing that we've talked about before when we talk about history, when we talk about, say, World War II, and we think we know the history of how World War II went, and even we're seeing it even today in the Ukraine-Russia uh, war. Right. We think we know what's Wait, going on. Is that still going it's on? Because they're not even talking about yeah, that I know, anymore. Yeah, but it's midterm election. Oh, okay. Um, but we think we know how things went because we've been taught certain things in history. But then once you kind of like start kind of digging into it a little bit, you find out that maybe the history we were told is not necessarily the way that it is. And it's all on presentation. It's all on what and how they want to present well, it to you. And, and I would say that, that, that it's, Peter it's Pan like would be last- no different couple of shows I've done, Maybe. the Bush Crime Series, the the Boulay, if you guys have listened to those shows, I've said time and time again, history is written by the winners. Absolutely. World War II, guarantee you, guarantee you, speaking of World War II, I will bet you $100, what? No, go ahead. That in Germany, in East Germany, after World War II was over with, Guarantee you their history books didn't teach it the same way that we were taught. No, guarantee you. Guarantee you it wasn't taught like well, that. Well, and you could just say that was from the perspective of the loser. Right. You wouldn't want or, to say... Or there's things. two separate truths. But my question is this. I wonder what you were taught in Russia. Right. Same, after World War II. Same difference. Because obviously at that point, there was a, there was a point to push hatred of America just well, as much as there was a point for us to push hatred of Russia. So, well, whatever, whatever. We're trying to focus on Hollywood pedophilia. <laughs> Are we? Because it seems like, <laughs> it we're, seems going like we're going else. everywhere else. Cell phones. It's almost like Hollywood's telling us, don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't talk, talk about that. Don't talk about it. Okay. That's what the cue card right there. See? <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Sorry. So, <laughs> Russia, right? <laughs> Anyway, yeah. so, gay sex. All right, back to back to uh, pedophilia. All right, so we were talking about Peter Pan. Uh, oh, we were talking about your alternate theory of uh, Peter of, Pan. Of the hook, right. Dr. Hook, right? Or Captain Hook, rather. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Hook. <laughs> Wasn't that a 70s radio DJ? <laughs> As Dr. Hook here, and I'm going to spin the ones and the twos. Here we go with a little bit of Super Tramp. I'm telling you, I could be a DJ. I think I you could. You missed your calling. I did. <laughs> Fucking damn life got in the way so much <laughs> anyway captain hook right was was trying to save the kids. these kids from peter pan oh again maybe not even save the kids i'm just painting a scenario okay, for paint, you maybe maybe captain hook wasn't a good guy but maybe he had the right intentions right kind of like i've said with trump maybe he's not a good guy but maybe he's he's be- <laughs> he's better than the alternative right well and it, it it is not even to say that peter pan per se was the guilty party as much as he was a boy that was coerced into doing what he was taught right doing or learned. doing what it was told to take it to the other oh. to the tom hanks if you will to geppetto <laughs> file i mean geppetto so wait a minute peter pan was taking the kids to geppetto right because he wanted companionship 
And then once that didn't once happen. Once Captain Hook stopped him, he had to build a fucking man. He had to build a boy. <laughs> That's it. Show's over. All right, guys. Mark it. We've, we've solved the, the Peter Pan and uh, Pinocchio riddle. Now, I know people <laughs> listen to this and be like, Pinocchio was written way before then, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I don't know the story. I like to read the book of Pinocchio. I know it was written by some Italian author. What was it? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure that Pinocchio was written before Peter Pan. Oh, uh, Pinocchio was written before Pinocchio 19- the movie even came out. No, that's what I'm saying. So 1930. 1930- so I'm looking up. How do you spell Pinocchio? <laughs> Pinocchio. It's a car coming out. It's an electric vehicle, of course. Built by Tesla. Uh, <laughs> no, oddly enough. Uh, Pinocchio, 1883. Oh, shit. Are you serious? The Adventures of Pinocchio, 1883, by Italian writer Carlo Calido. Calida. Calida something. You know, here's what I'm going to say. From Florence, Tuscany. Here's what I'm going to say about that. What? I would be interested to see the story he wrote. Versus the D- Disney versus story. Versus the Disney movie that we saw. Pinocchio but- was a carved by a wood uh, wood carver named Geppetto, not J. Pedo. <laughs> right. In a Tuscan village, he is created as a wooden puppet, but he dreams of becoming a real boy. He is known for a long penis, I mean nose, which grows when he lies. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell another lie. Mine grows when I look at big tits. <laughs> hey, honey. Glad the wife left. <laughs> yeah, we can get dirty now. <laughs> Anyway, Pinocchio is a cultural icon and one of the most uh, reimagined reimagined characters in children's literature. His story has been adapted into many other media, notably the 1940 Disney film Pinocchio. To Catch a Predator. I mean, Pinocchio. <laughs> Starring Chris Hansen. Collida, oh. Collidi, whatever, often used the Italian Tuscan uh, dialect in his book. The name Pinocchio hmm, is a combination of Italian words pine and penis. No. Hmm. Pine, 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 and ocio is I. Pine eye. Hmm. Or I pine. <laughs> or I have wood over you little boys. <laughs> no. Well. Pino is also an abbrevi- abbreviation of. <laughs> Right. The oh, that explains d- it all right there. The diminutive of Giuseppe is the form of Joseph. One of the men who greatly influenced Colidi as a youth was Giuseppe Giuseppe Giuseppe. Giuseppe. Aiza. Aiza. Aizi. Uzi. What is that noise? Is that you? You farting over there? <laughs> Sorry. A prominent Italian manuscript specialist who supervised blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> in the name of Pinocchio's creator and father, quote unquote father, mm-hmm. is a diminutive for Jeppo. Jeppo, the Tuscan pronunci- pronunciation. 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 <laughs> Thank you. I'm on Godfather. Right? I understand. So, of Kepo, Creepo, Kepo. Kepo, crepo, whatever, mm-hmm. meaning a log, stump, block, or giant hard penis. 
<laughs> All right. So anyway. So we're, what you're saying is is we were completely wrong. <laughs> we were 100%. Well, and like you said, eight, what, what did I say, 1883? 1883. So 60 years later, you know, 50-some-odd years later, what was... I mean, the basis of the story is the same. Geppetto, Geppetto, J. Petto, mm-hmm. <laughs> Tom J. Well, Hanks. Here, no. And I would, because the, the clip that you played was from Pinocchio, right? Right. I, I'd be curious to know if that, that part was in the movie. That's what I'm saying, in the, in the original book. So let's say this Italian writer that wrote the book wrote about Geppetto, whatever... This dude that was a woodcarver and was lonely wanted some command <laughs> some companionship and carved a little boy. Right. Because he wanted so a did, son or whatever the reason did, was. Did, did his version have talking foxes and It doesn't it doesn't specify. I mean, I guess I could look up the book and read it to you if you like story time with the detail. Okay, boys. so hmm, story time with detail. <laughs> <laughs> so a little Geppetto, right? But I would be willing to bet the original version was Probably more about Geppetto than it was Pinocchio. You under, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I guarantee you, not having read the original book of Pinocchio, I'd be willing to bet that it was more about the his, guy. His life, his loneliness. Yeah, being his... lonely and da-da-da-da. Probably didn't go into Jiminy, Crick, Jiminy the Cricket, so you know, making sports bets that? and being racist and everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it didn't say anything. Now, like I said, unless I look up the book and glaze through it real quick. Glaze through, no. You know, I would, I'd be willing to bet the Jiminy Crickets, the, the foxes in the, uh, the, the pub or whatever, talking about stealing little boys and taking them to Pleasure Island was a Disney thing. Mm. I guarantee you that wasn't in the original book. And then... And then I guess, so if Pinocchio the movie was in uh, 1940, when was Peter Peter Pan? Peter Pan's flight is open right now at Disney if you want to go ride the <laughs> ride there. Now I'll pass. No? Okay. I'm just throwing that out there. Interestingly enough, Peter Pan is a fictional car- character created by Scottish novelist and playwright J.M. Barry. Uh, free-spirited and mischievous young boy who can fly and never grows up, Peter Pan spends his never-ending childhood having adventures in mystical island of Neverland. Go ahead. <laughs> As the leader of the Lost Boys, interacting with fairy t- uh, with fairies, pirates... <laughs> Were you about to call her fairy tales? Yeah. Fairy- <laughs> I was going to say fairy tales. Fairies, pirates, mermaids, Native Americans... And occasionally, ordinary children from the world outside Neverland. Hmm. What was the date? 1902. Appeared in the book, The Little White Bird. Right. Like Robert C. Bird? (laughs) Bird. Alias, the boy who wouldn't grow up. So, what was the part of the clip that you played? You said that was from a book, right? 1908? The Peter Pan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what was the date of the film? 02. The date of the film? Oh, 40. 
Uh, well, this is Pinocchio. We're talking about Peter Pan. Peter Pan. What was the date of the movie? Of Peter Pan the movie? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why are you asking me all these things? Oh three. Well, was there a live action film? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the cartoon. The, 1953. The, the, the... 1953. Okay, so in the clip that you played, and I, and I might just be grasping at straws here. More than likely. Okay. But what did they say? We kidnap little boys, mm-hmm. and we take them to Pleasure Island, right? where they never come back as boys. Okay? And now we're talking about Peter Pan. And the Lost boy, Boys. And the Lost Boys are from Neverland. Mm-hmm. Where they never grow old. They never mm-hmm. grow up. So you're saying that basically what you're insinuating, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think I feel what you're putting down. Peter Pan is Pinocchio Part 2. <laughs> the Lost Boys the Edition. The Lost Boys Edition. <laughs> Pl- Adventures in Pleasure Island. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, like were those... I- I'm just saying, you've you got two different stories. Could you... That meld. Could you make the connection that Peter Pan was one of and, these boys? Yeah, and the, mischievous boys that escaped. Boys? Maybe escaped from Pleasure Island. Him and his lost boys. Hmm. Or we could be wrong. It just could be the whiskey talking. <laughs> that. <laughs> so anyway, gay sex, right? Yeah, but anyways. Well, but here's the point of this: is this Walt Disney was fucked in the head. Hmm. I'm not looking for a sponsorship, so. Also, by the way, no. just just want to point this little tidbit out. Uh, Walt Disney, also a Mason, <laughs> Freemason. Mm. That circled back 30, 30, to the to the Bush crime family 30, and the boule, right? The 30, 30, 33rd degree Freemason. Right. So the interesting thing, I guess, the point to what we're talking about today, if you if you guys haven't stopped listening, <laughs> um, <laughs> is this: I did. What I do? Seven parts of the Bush crime family. Now, granted, a lot of the focus was on the Bush family, from great grandpappy to Preston to George H. W. Are we, are we going to continue to call him the Bush family? The Chef family. <laughs> but um, the the point of this was the point of that series, and then the Boule series was about secret societies. Hmm. Now you have a a person in Walt Disney who was a 33rd degree Mason mm-hmm. who put out these movies, these cartoons, what? Where did Walt Disney attend college? Uh, Yale. Did he? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I listen to you. Because <laughs> I'm awesome. But um, it's a situation where I think the whole point of what I wanted to do today was with Hollywood. I know, and we're. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep derail. See, this is why I don't come very often because I derail. <laughs> oh, I derail. I feel the stories. sorry for your wife. <laughs> right. You don't come very often. <laughs> hey, old. So anyway, are you looking up where you went to school? Mm-hmm. I bet you it was in California somewhere. But um, I think ultimately what I'm trying to get to is this. That was, huh? the, guy, that was the guy's name, right? Walt. Yeah, Disney? that was his name, Walt Johnson Disney. Hmm. Well, according to this, he went to the Kansas City Art Institute and the School of Art Institute of Chicago. Walt Disney did not go to college. In fact, he dropped out of McKinley High School in Chicago, as well as the Chicago Art Institute night classes he had been attending to join the Army 
at the age of 16 during World War I. He was rejected for being underage, but managed to find employment with the Red Cross as an ambulance driver. Walt was enormously successful as a film producer and eventually earned honorary degrees from Harvard, Yale, and the University of Southern California and UCLA. So one could make the connection that even though he's leaving, he's out of here, even though, yeah, even though one was an honorary degree, it was still Yale, was he or could he have been initiated into Skull and Bones. I'm just saying. It, it, that just popped off the top of my head. And right. Then, and then to look it up and see he actually had an honorary degree. Right. So, hmm. and I think the, the point, too, and uh, the whole point of all of this is this. What I wanted to get into with Hollywood was, and granted, we're picking on Disney right now. It's not about just him. We reason I wanted to start off with Pinocchio was because of the film that just came out and who Geppetto was being portrayed by. Right. It just, I just found that interesting. Cause and we any, can, anybody doesn't know what we're alluding to, that there are allegations out there from one Isaac Cappy, uh, deceased <laughs> RIP, uh, that Tom Hanks is a pedophile. Right. And, so, and, and, and that's his, that's his words, not mine. So right. I don't want to, I don't want yeah, to. But it's true. Anyway, so Hollywood has a history with pedophiles. Corrupt managers have used the promise of stardom to sexually abuse for years. And we Harvey can go. Weinstein. Well, we can go back just as for, far as um, the kid, uh, Corey, Corey Feldman. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and Corey Haim. Well, and he's dead, so right. he has no story to tell. Well, whether whether that was. Playing well, I mean, he he did come well, out. Well, go back. Just what just happened the other day? Who just killed himself or died or whatever happened to him? Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter. You mean Nick Carter's little brother? Nick Carter. You mean Justin Timberlake's sister. former <laughs> right <scene> mate, <laughs> brother? <laughs> right. Justin Timberlake's former bandmate's <laughs> twin brother of a sister that he had that also died of the same of the same Car- Carter. But I've been seeing, not to totally get off on a tangent, but <laughs> hi. Um, I've been seeing a lot of videos of him, like recent. Aaron Carter? Of Aaron Carter. Recent post from him from Facebook or TikTok or whatever. What was he saying? Saying that, I didn't want this. They're making me do this. No, seriously. Seriously. What? Dead fucking serious. I, didn't I send you something yesterday? I, you haven't sent me anything in a week, my friend. Bullshit. Then again, I'm on vacation, so I have blocked yeah, bullshit. everything Let's see, and everybody right and every you. You, you haven't sent that to me. I did send that to you. You haven't sent me anything. Then it didn't get through because this is on your... <laughs> I sent it to you on Monday. <laughs> I bet you it's there, son of a bitch. You didn't answer me, so I wish you a happy birthday. <sighs> no, all I got was... Go back to Monday. Monday. Before I wished you a happy birthday. Oh, you did send it to me. I you just didn't watch son it. son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway, he's talking about how... And there, I saw another video. I think it was this morning. It was different. Uh, where he's like, I didn't want any of this. They made me do this. Who? They. Whoever they, they is. Made you do what? 
become it, everything. Become well, he never are. really became famous. Well, I mean, tried. Yeah, but is it a situation where you have a brother? What's what's his brother's name? Nick. Nick. Where his brother as big as he was. I mean, obviously he wasn't the chosen one out of that group, right? Mm. Was it a situation to push him? Because I think his sister tried to get into the mix too. And she killed herself. Now he dies. Okay. And we had not that not that long ago we had Coolio. Right. Coming out on now, a podcast talking about And he was out prior to then talking about this stuff mm -hmm. about he was on a podcast talking about pedophilia. Mm. Hey, buddy, I gotta go. I gotta go. Real quick. Uh, <laughs> You're forgetting your phone. Keep, keep, keep the show going. <laughs> He's leaving. He's out. <laughs> but let me read this real quick. Okay, so um, yeah, corrupt managers have used the promise of stardom to sexually abuse for years, all the way back to the days of Chris J. Oh, um, Judy Garland. Mm. You know, it's a wizard of hmm, wizard, wizard of jizz, right? <laughs> Oz, wizard, wizard of, Oz. of Oz. Okay, yeah. not and, not the version you saw. Oh, damn it! The good version. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's in the basket? Did you? <laughs> okay, it is uh, in the words of one movie executive, a time honored tradition in this town. Uh, that was from Harvey Weinstein. Um, it took. <laughs> It didn't say. Was it really? It didn't say, but I mean, come on. Uh, it took the state a long time to do anything. Up until 2012, convicted sexual offenders in California were free to walk, or I'm sorry, free to work. <laughs> in Hollywood. Or, or walk. Free to work with child actors. All they please. So you could be a convicted child uh, sexual offender. So what I'm hearing is they had work release at the local studio. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, but even, even with that charge, there are still a lot of dangerous people walking free. Some of the stories in this article are rumors. Some are facts. Um, there have been proven in court of law, but every one of them makes it clear that they are a lot of men making their fortune in Hollywood who have done terrible things to children. Some of, some who have never suffered for their crimes. And it wasn't, just it, wasn't there something that came out about? Was it the Backstreet Boys? Was it? Yeah, the uh, the manager. Yeah, what was his name? Freaking eggs! You're the you're the music aficionado. He was like some old man. <laughs> um, Shocking, Chris. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Backstreet Boys manager. Boys manager is... Perlman. Ron. Ron. No, Ron Perlman's an actor. Really? Nice try. <laughs> it was Perlman. I can guarantee you that. Lou Perlman. Lou. Ron's brother. Ron's dad. <laughs> so Lou Perlman, right? Okay. Yeah. So kids in, in some of the most successful movies in the past 15 years were handpicked by Jason James Murphy, a convicted pedophile. Are you serious? Before he became a casting director, Murphy lived in Seattle, where, according to court papers, he became obsessed and in love with an elementary schoolboy. <laughs> Murphy tried to lure the young boy away, promising that they hold on, what hold no, on, that oh. they would live in London together. Then he took it even further. In 1996, Murphy disguised himself as a woman 
and kidnapped the child vis-a-vis Peter Pan. No. He put him in a... (laughs) Hold on. This is fucking very much Peter Pan-like. Okay, he disguised himself as a woman. Okay, whatever. Kidnapped the child. He put him on a plane, flew him to New York City, and kept him in a shared hotel room. The boy was only rescued when the hotel clerk saw the faces on America's Most Wanted and called the cops. Joe Walsh, right? Or John Walsh? John Walsh. Yeah, Joe Walsh was with the Eagles. My bad. So Five years who, later. Who, who, who was this again? Uh, this his is name, Luke, Luke. Jace, Jason James Murphy. He was a casting director for a shit ton of children's Shows, movies. movies. Right. Five years later, though, Murphy was back on the streets and pretty soon was working as a casting director. So this is a person that chooses, like, okay, you're a casting director. You say, okay, we're casting for, you know, prostitutes for a pretty woman, right? No, 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 no. I'd, I'd rather cast for kids. Right. Parts. I'd rather do uh, Macaulay Culkin. What do you mean, do Macaulay Culkin? <laughs> right. <laughs> Five years later, though. <laughs> you mean casting? Hold on. Here you go. After being convicted for kidnapping and molestation, kidnapping and molestation, molestation, he was hired to cast the kids in the school of rock, the school of cock, the school, of <laughs> <laughs> school of cock. No, school of rock, super eight. I don't know what that is, and more. He spent a year in the industry scouting kids before somebody actually took the time to look into what he, to who he was. Now, interesting on that point right there, School of Rock. I know you've seen it. I love that movie. Okay. Do you know it has a famous child actor in it? Jack Black. No, a famous child actor. In I, it. I don't know any of the okay. actors other than Jack Black. <laughs> Her name is Miranda Cosgrove. Oh, the the uh, you right, actually right, went right. on to star in iCarly, I right? Right. Now there was a, another girl that was on iCarly named Jeanette McCurdy. Right, Jeanette. Well, she played her best friend in the show. Well, I'm I'm telling you, okay. she played her best friend in the show. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to point this out so you don't look like a creep watching iCarly. He has a daughter <laughs> who is now 18, right. but at the time, 10 years ago, when iCarly was. Like a hit show, she was eight. She probably watched it. Yeah, but oddly enough, my daughter never watched that show. Anyways, so... (laughs) Uh, Never mind. (laughs) Creepo. No, but oddly enough, I mean, not oddly, ironically enough, (laughs) Jeanette McCurdy actually came out and I believe um, uh, accused some of the producers of that show of inappropriate conduct. Right. Which was a... Was that on Disney Channel? Was that I, Disney? Disney or Nick? Nick. Nick. Yeah, Nick. It was I'm one sorry, it was two. Nickelodeon. Sorry. Sorry, Walt. You didn't you didn't get this one. <laughs> this one you're good on. <laughs> this one. But anyways, I'm I'm just saying, there's yet another tie. So, you know, she was casted for this movie. Right. Pri- well, prior to that show ever starting, I believe, if right. I'm not mistaken. Now you you know, you're casted for another show and, and, and she's never said anything as far as I know, but who's to say that it Well let me ask you this. What's her name again? Miranda? Miranda Cosgrove. Okay, so let me ask you this. Is she relevant today? No. So I was going to say maybe I mean, the reason. Maybe, but. Well, I don't know because I don't really watch well, movies. she grew and... up, so I don't really watch the show. <laughs> He's joking, folks. He's joking. Right. <laughs> 
Where where are you going? That's time for. Shit, you need another (laughs) refill here. Hold on. Okay, so here we go. Who's another famous actor? Current famous actor. Who is also a childhood star? Real quick, I don't want to spend all day on this one. Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. His uh, childhood manager sexually assaulted a 13-year-old. Leonardo. Leonardo DiCaprio. No. When he was 13? (laughs) Bob Villard was one of the biggest child molesters in the industry. He represented some of the most famous young names in Hollywood, including Leo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. But it w- uh, but if the system had worked correctly, he would have not allowed to have been uh, anywhere near them. Before DiCaprio started acting in 87, Villar was charged with possession of child pornography. The pro- <laughs> prosecution, though, failed to prove it's in court, so Villar went free and kept working with kids. It took until t- uh, 2001 before they got him in jail. Villar was caught with a whole collection of sexually explicit pictures uh, pictures of young boys. <laughs> wait, 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 but they didn't have the evidence? They, they didn't until 2001. Oh, okay. 14 years later, I guess. Okay. He lost the case, went to jail, and the world became a safer place. Until he got out and for started a while, again. <laughs> for a while, anyway, until Villard got out <laughs> and immediately went back right to... <laughs> Managing children. <laughs> You're right. And now, I didn't even know that. You got to understand, this was California. <laughs> okay. So that's so, what they do. So it's a $50 fine and you back out? Right. $50 fine. They slap the penis. They slap the tip of your penis and you go back. You know, you know, most places they might slap the hand. In California, they slap your penis. And right. okay, you, did, you learned your lesson, right? Okay. I thought they got a raise. <laughs> they got a raise. Um, and more money. <laughs> It didn't take long before Villard hurts hurt someone. By 2005, he was caught sexually sexually assaulting a 13-year-old boy he had courted as a client. Villard was sent back. So here's the thing. You got to understand. Like, if I had a child that I thought wanted to be an actor or an actress, whatever, and you're taking them to these, these clients, these... Uh, not clients, but these casting directors to try and get little Susie or Johnny in a Disney film or, or whatever mm-hmm. on Nickelodeon. Um, you you have to. I'm looking at this from a from the eyes of a parent. How could you let your kid go with these people? <clears throat> Fame, fortune, and that's all you're money. worried about. Even though you're sacrificing your child. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and say that the parents are serving their kids up like as if they're in the room I, watching them. I, yeah, I'm not saying they know anything molested. about it, but you're not even like. I couldn't imagine. Like, okay, let's take your daughter for example. Why? Ten, eight years ago, she's mm-hmm. ten years old, mm-hmm. right? And she's into dancing and she's doing whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And. Uh, at the dance studio where she practiced or, you know, did her thing, there was a thing on the board saying, oh, they're casting for 10-year-old ballerinas to be in the next whatever film. So you take her or your wife takes her to this to Orlando to try out for a Disney film, whatever. And there's some, and this doesn't really fit because we're talking about a female, 
obviously their eyes are on boys, boys mm-hmm. but just for shits and giggles, we're going to use her for an example. <laughs> Please don't. Could you possibly imagine a time where you would let your child, boy or girl, go? Okay, I'm going to sit out here while she goes in there. Of course, well, you want to believe that everyone's believe true and honest. But and everything's on the up and up, and you're doing what's best for your your child. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, you're not looking... Well, I mean, again, I don't know what, what's in these parents' heads, and I think this is very much a situation that we saw with, like, say, someone like Britney Spears. All right. Whose father was and completely all- in control of her career or whatever, but same type thing. Where did she start? Disney. She was on the Mickey Mouse Club. Hmm. Justin Timberlake, where did he start? Mickey Mouse. Okay. Um, Christina Aguilera. Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Christopher J. Kyle. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I gotta go. <laughs> Brian Singer. You know who he is. Yeah, he was actually the director of the X-Men, uh, early X-Men movies. I okay. Allegedly raped a 15-year-old Michael Egan. Hmm. You know who he is, right? Sadly, I don't. Oh, man, it's Mike. Come on, man. <laughs> Even if you have not heard Brian Singer's name, which, of course, I have not, <laughs> shocking as that may be, the more shocking point is that I figured you would know who he was because of what you just said. Right. Uh, he is the director responsible of the X-Men movies. Early X-Men movies. And Chris has that tattooed on his. Oh, shit. Uh, oddly enough, not X-Men, Brian Singer. His picture. It's, that's why I was like, said, that's him. What other movie did he direct? One of my f- all-time favorite movies. Waterboy. Waterboy. No. The Usual Suspects. Really? Yeah. With one Kevin Spacey. Really? Interesting. Yeah. And one Baldwin brother. Mm-hmm. So you think they were sharing on set? Maybe. And the alleged sexual assaults of at least three so underage was, boys. I'm sorry, who was Michael Egan? Uh, his most famous accusation comes from Michael Egan, who met Singer at the party at a party when he was 15 years old. So, uh, blah, blah, blah. On, uh, I'm sorry, Singer... Singer, Egan claims, sat the 15-year-old boy on his lap, fed him alcohol and drugs, and promised a role in X-Men. Then, while Egan protested, he sodomized him. After that, Egan claims Singer raped him regularly, threatening that if he told anyone about it, he would murder his family. Seriously? I'm reading what I read. That I think you did. You read this because mm. it says here that is a crazy accusation, <laughs> <laughs> and it has never been proven in court. But it is not only one singer has heard. It's not the only one singer has heard. Another fourteen-year-old boy has accused singer of feeding him quaaludes and alcohol and anally raping him. So they call that in the business the quartermus. So and underage. Extra. It's true. I tried to rape him the other day. No. From the movie Apt Pupil. Name. Ooh. Was that a movie? That was a movie. That was a book. That was a movie based on a book. And claimed that Singer forced them to strip naked 
So Singer was the so director. So he could of, film them in the shower. So Singer was also the director of that movie? I'm guessing. So, <clears throat> interesting. Do, you don't know anything about that book, do you? No. movie. didn't, no. It's based on a Stephen King book. Okay. Uh, about a, a neighborhood boy who finds out that his weird old... Uh, person that lives in the in in their neighborhood or whatever is a Nazi or former Nazi. Okay, like in hiding, all right, or whatever. And instead of turning, he blackmails him into learning about how things were in Nazi Germany. And if he doesn't like share these things with him or whatever, he's going to turn him in. You know all this stuff. So it it's it's a very interesting book. Hmm. Anyway. So Singer has managed to get every one of these accusations thrown out. And so he keeps working as one of Hollywood's most successful directors. But even if Singer cannot be proven guilty, he spends a time his time around a lot of people who can be as you see, as you will see. All right. Mark Collins, Rector Mark 30? Collins Rector. Mike Mike Collins? Mark. Oh. Mark Collins Rector. I, I didn't. Oh, okay. Definitely raped. Oh, fifteen-year-old so Michael Egan. So I guess is, Michael Egan likes to take it in the back door, or doesn't like it, but he gets it. Poor Mike. Poor Mike. Singer was not the only person at these parties. They were held by Mark Collins Rector. Rector, damn near killed. <laughs> oh, it was rectum. Rectum. Oh, okay. The owner of a media company called Den. Collins Rector hired Egan as an actor, and he was the one who invited him at these parties, according to Edgar. Adult men floating, floated drugs and alcohol to teenage boys and used them for sex. Not only were they underage, but it was not always consensual. And not always. Egan claims that Collins Rector pinned him down and violently sexually abused him. In one of the cases, holding a gun to his head and threatened to shoot him if he did not stop resisting. <laughs> Egan did not just file charges against Singer, he filed against Mark Collins Rector, the two of his and two of his associates as well, as did several other boys. One of these boys incidentally was Alexander Burton, who was given the role of Pyro in Brian Singer's X-Men. Okay. You know who that is? Sure, it's it's been a long time since I've seen it. So whatever. Uh, wait a minute. Actually, yes, I do remember that now. I do. I remember the actor. I'm sorry. So when the f- charges came in, Collins Rector fled the country. Oh, he ran as I'll... fast as he could so that he could never have met his accusers in court. The boys were awarded 4.5 million dollars, and when the family finally found Collins Rector, he confessed. To the five charges of sexually assaulting minors. So he pulled up Roman Polanski. Sure. Do you know who Roman Polanski was? The name, I do know the name, but I don't know the situation. Very famous director. Was married to one Shannon Tate. Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate? Sharon Tate. That was murdered. Uh, Mason. Or Manson. 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 Mm -hmm. So he was found to have, I believe, had... That would be a good show. What? A Manson? Manson family. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> that, <laughs> you're going to write that one down to go mm-hmm. along with the uh, the James Earl Ray. And D- Martin Dr. Luther. Martin Luther King. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Roman Polanski was found later on to have, um, I don't know whether it was rape, but 
definitely had a, a sexual relationship with a 13-year-old girl. Uh, and when he was found out and he was going to be charged, he fled the country. And I don't think he's stepped foot in the U.S. since then. Because I, there is a warrant out for him if he ever comes back. So. I would say if you haul ass like that, that pretty much signifies that you're guilty. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of Brian Peck? Er. Peck. Er. Mm-mm. No. No. Brian Peck. <laughs> Disney hired convicted child molester. No, let me me start over. Disney Mm -hmm. hired convicted child molester Brian Peck. Um, Mark Collins, director, is not what is not even the only convicted pedophile associated with Singer. There is also Brian Peck. He (laughs) played a minor role in Singer's X Men. uh, Singer cast Peck. Again in X-Man 2, which was a strange choice for a movie about gifted youngsters. After all, between the two movies, Peck went to jail for sexually assaulting a 15-year-old. So what was he cast as? Peck also worked as a dialogue coach when working with companies like Nickelodeon to coach child actors. He spent six months uh, having a sexual affair with an unnamed child actor on... Amanda Bynes show until hmm. the family changed, charged him with sexual assault in 01. You mean the same Amanda Bynes that went absolutely fucking batshit crazy and they had to institutionalize her? Sure. Peck, though, got out of jail and went right back to work. <laughs> uh, once again. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking, right? $50 fine. <laughs> Slap on the pecker. <laughs> and it was not Brian Singer who hired him. Disney hired convicted child molester back on his old job. Well, because he had the perfect resume. (laughs) Right. (laughs) To work as a dialogue coach with on the TV show, The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. About two young twin boys. Right. Uh, Side note. Any idea what other movie they were in, those boys? They were with one of the greatest thespians of our time. Adam J. Sandler in oh, Big Daddy. He was the boy. He was the He was the little boy? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I can wipe my own ass. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Hmm. Yeah. That was Zach and Cody from Right. Wow. And he was also in Friends. He was Ben. He was uh No. Hello. Is this on? Friends. The T V show Friends, you know, with Ross, I just want to point out that your love of everything Adam Sandler, you're you're digging myself into a pedophilistic hole. Well, I just want to point out that your 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 Lord and Savior Adam Sandler showed up on the Black Eye Club. I know he did. You know who didn't? Rob Schneider. <laughs> Rob Schneider. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, continue, please. So, so Rob Schneider was allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. No, Corey Haim. Real quick, I'm right. sorry, I hate to interrupt you, but I, I don't know if you happen to see this video where Rob Schneider was on stage. And his mic went out? And his mic went yeah. out when he started talking about, um, he, he made some joke about fucking Democrats or something yeah, like, like that. Yeah, and cut out. And the mic fucking cut out, wouldn't work anymore. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. All right, Corey Haim, we were talking about him we before about we were Corey recording, mm-hmm. uh, was allegedly raped on the set of Lucas. 
after Corey Haim died, his friend Corey Feldman became one of the most outspoken actors willing to talk about pedophilia in Hollywood. The two Corys were famous for being abused. That's it. No. In the words of Little House on the Prairie star, Allison Engram. Engram? Is that Ingram. right? Mm-hmm. I thought it was Engram, right? Mm-hmm. Engram. Everybody knew that the two Corys were just being passed around. Feldman starred as real co- starred real controversy started Stirred. started yeah real controversy when they when he claimed that Heim Corey Haim Haim mm-hmm. I was thinking Hyman for some reason of course morning uh, was assaulted on the set of Lucas an older man Feldman Feldman claims told Haim it was perfectly normal for older men and younger boys in the business to have sexual relations that it was what all guys do. That's what you were telling me. Shh, you shutty and keep <laughs> drinking your drink. I know it's fizzing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Feldman would not name the assaulter because the statute of limitations in California made it possible, impossible to press charges. So I wonder what the statute of limitations like five days, maybe. Yeah, if you don't get it by the end of filming. Yeah, too late. <laughs> If he did, he said he would be sued for libel while the rapist would not be touched. Other friends of Haim, though, had backed up Feldman's story. All Feldman will say is that the attacker is still prominently in the business today. A line that he that has led to a lot of speculation. Some have suggested it was Charlie Sheen. Mm. One of Haim's friends accused director Dominic... Brassica? 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 For his part, denies he had only known. So, who was in the movie? Wasn't Charlie Sheen in the movie, Lucas? I, God, it's been so long since I've seen Lucas. You, you, but I have a smartphone, so let phone, me look that in. Is your phone working over there, buddy? <laughs> uh, take you a drink while I look this up. I'm pretty sure... I I don't recall seeing that movie, but for some reason I do remember that uh, Sheen and Haim were in that. Because I think Sheen was like the older... Corey Haim? Charlie Sheen was in that. Yeah, I think he was like the older brother or older kid in school or something like that. And hmm. So you know who else was in that movie? Uh, Ron Perlman. No. Who? Winona Ryder. Okay. Jeremy Piven. Right. That's it. Oh, okay. I, I was just looking for famous people that were in that movie. So, wh- who was it? What? The famous people. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question. How many movies have I been in, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've been in plenty of movies. Okay, go ahead. None that have been produced that's, and published anywhere. That's actually kind of shocking to me that Charlie Sheen would show up. Not, not that... <clears throat> Charlie Sheen is the well, the epitome of um, Hollywood. Well, of of of, of um, elite. Well, not not even elitism. I'm I'm saying like he's he's no um, he's no saint. It's not like he's yeah <laughs> right. But I mean, ch- child molestation. I mean, right, that's that's like kinda... like when did I? You would think someone like Charlie Sheen, like uh, Charlie Sheen, was busted with three hookers. Right, shocking. Right. Charlie it, Sheen it was raping a little boy. <laughs> That's a little fucked up. But I will say that Corey Haim, not that not that we're saying that anything 
nefarious happened with Corey Haim, but you know, he did have some mental health issues, had severe drug problems or whatever, and actually died of an overdose of drugs, uh, which some could say is trauma or whatever. Yeah, trauma from, from such and, things. And not for nothing, but Charlie Sheen grew up in the industry, right? Of course. Dad was Martin Sheen, mm-hmm. right? His brother. Brother Emilio Estevez, mm-hmm. which his name is actually Carlos Estevez and mm-hmm. Martin and uh, Martin Estevez, mm-hmm. I think is his actual name. Charlie Sheen is a state or uh, what's his name? Martin Sheen, mm-hmm. the dad, mm-hmm. is a stage name. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, um, it makes you wonder what the Estevez brothers went through as little boys. On the next D-Time show. Well, I mean, whatever. I mean, Charlie apparently is is has some issues or whatever, well, I, but I think you've never kinda, heard anything about Emilio. Yeah. Who, well, who took who took on... Actually, I believe Estevez is actually his mother's maiden name. Right. So he actually took his mother's name. Well, I think that's their family name. I think is that's it? Charles, like, the dad. The dad, Martin Sheen. I think his actual name and is Estevez. Once again. Go to the Google later. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. I think Charlie Sheen's actual name is like Carlos Estevez. And I think Martin is Martin Estevez. I mean, I could be 100% wrong. And if you tell me I'm wrong, I'll delete it out of the show. Oh, shit. Is actually, his, this is his name now. This is the dad. Okay. Ramon Antonio Geraldo <sighs> Estevez. Did you like that? Did you like that? Ramon. Did you like that? Right. Harald. What is Charlie? Is it Carlos or? Is Carlos Erwin Estevez. Yeah, see? Carlos Erwin Estevez. It's Carlos Estevez. See, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Emilio, Emilio (laughs) actually took the... His family His name. Family name, right? And I think, it, and not to get off on a whole different situation, but I think the situ, the thing there. Now, here's God bless. I just thought of this. Let's go. Let's go with it. So Emilio Estevez, the story is told that he chose to keep his birth name, okay, so he could make it. In on the, his in, own in the business without having to rely on his without dad. having to use his dad's name, because right. obviously uh, Martin Sheen was an established actor at that point. But what if, hear me out, this is, in my own opinion, I'm not producing false accusations on Charlie Sheen or Martin Sheen, but what if Emilio Estevez was a victim, okay, and wanted to separate himself from the Sheen name because he knew what what that was all about. So you are casting dispersions upon the one of the greatest actors of our time, Martin Sheen. I'm just saying. Who's never been alleged to have anything. Hasn't he? Hmm. I don't know. Martin Wise was released from a hospital as soon <laughs> That's something I mean I get the basis of the story. Okay, I'm I want to be a, uh, Estevez, because I want to make it on my own. <laughs> that whiskey hitting pretty good, right? It come out your nose. A little bit. Yeah, it's called an error when you 
No, but I had an idea. I had a thought. <laughs> so Emilio Estevez also starred in a movie with kids. Right. The Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks. Anyways, go ahead. He did like 10 of those, didn't he? Right. Well, because, you know, he didn't quite have the illustrious career that his brother did. <laughs> right. Because Charlie Sheen uh, started the greatest movie of all time, Major League. Okay. I don't give a shit. Okay. Great fucking movie. Okay. Okay. Emilio Estevez was in pretty good movies. He was in Young Guns. With so his, was Charlie Sheen. With his brother. So was Charlie Sheen. <laughs> he was in Men at Work with, with Charlie with his Sheen. Brother. <laughs> was Emilio. <laughs> Breakfast Club. What, Charlie Sheen also? Was he in that as well? He directed it. <laughs> he didn't. That's true. Charlie Sheen. But, but what other movie? Name one other movie, blockbuster movie that he was in. He doesn't have to be in a movie. He was in a show. One of the greatest hit shows up until he was the whole hooker he, thing. He wasn't in Friends. No. <laughs> Three men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it was two and a half men. With, with your favorite actor, <laughs> Robert Cryer, John Cryer. <laughs> you usually refer to him as John Cusack, but it's John Whatever. Cryer. <laughs> um, Charlie Sheen was in the greatest movie of all time. Major League. I just told you. No, Fer- Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh shit, he was. <laughs> oh shit. Yes. Drugs. No, thank you. I'm straight. Are you in here for drugs? <laughs> Say Ferris Bueller and you, you'll lose us. <laughs> oh, you know him. <laughs> anyway, Martin Weiss. Do you want to? Do you want to share your little tidbit about Ferris Bueller that so my so my wife can hear it? What is my tidbit about who was actually supposed to get the role of Ferris Bueller? Do you know who was supposed to get the original role of Ferris Bueller? I don't even. I don't even know who plays it now. Okay, Matthew Broderick. That's it. You okay. have never seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? I feel like I saw it when I was younger. Oh, my God. I just watched it the other day. <laughs> God. Anyway, Martin Weiss, right? <laughs> Do you know who Martin Weiss is? He's a guy. Yes. In Hollywood. And he was released as soon as he was convicted. Wait, what? Martin Weiss was a Hollywood manager who specialized in fucking kids. I mean, finding kids. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking kids. Hmm. Finding kids. Hmm. <laughs> he had his share of asses, uh, successes. Hmm. <laughs> Nickelodeon and Disney both used him, <laughs> or he never mind. as a talent scout, hmm? <laughs> and took on the kids that he found. The whole time, though, he was using his position to abuse children. Weiss was Weiss used his position to to take advantage of sixty nine. I'm sorry, take advantage of eleven year old Evan Henze more than thirty times over a period of years. It took until Henze was fourteen to work up the courage to press charges. Weiss pled no guilt. No, I'm sorry, no contest. no contest, and was sentenced to one year in jail. But since he had served prison time. While he was waiting the trial date, he was released as soon as he was convicted. Hmm. Time served. Right. Wow. Nickelodeon producer, production assistant, used his job to assault children. 
I'm sure you don't know who this is, so I'm going to probably breeze through this. Jason Handley, Jason Michael Handley. Oh, God, him. Describes himself as a pedophile full-blown. He doesn't Descri- even try to hide it. He's like, it's on, a, it's on the business I, card. It's, it's like, <laughs> hey, I'm, uh, I'm Jason Handley, fed up, pedophile full-blown. What's up? Anyway, so I want to fuck your son, right? What? Yeah. So I'm going to, you know, whatever, whatever. Woody Allen. Mm, well, well, yeah. Allegedly no. raped his seven-year-old daughter. Yeah. Step, was it stepdaughter? Adopted daughter. I think it was adopted, yeah. Um, so we kind of know that story. There's no alleged to that. Right, we know that story. Oh, interestingly enough, Roman Polanski. Yeah, yeah. Was that Mia? What was her name? Mia Farrow or something like that? No, the daughter's name. No, it was that. Wasn't it that little Asian girl? No, it was Mia Farrow. Was it Mia Farrow? When I was seven year old, Woody Allen took me by the hand and led me to a dim closet and attic. Da da da. Allen's daughter, Dylan Farrow. Mia Farrow was the wife. So is Dylan Farrow, the daughter. Huh. Never mind. So who is he married to now? In um, a little, like a little Asian girl? I don't know. Does like, like three times less his age? Or a third of his age? Three. Yeah. Last but not least, Roman Polanski, which you just talked about. So Right. What about, what about um, I'm sorry. I just want to add one to the list. Mm-hmm. What about Dan Schneider? Rob Schneider's dad. Rob Schneider's dad. <laughs> I have no idea who the fuck Dan Schneider is. You don't know who Dan was on? Uh, wasn't he on Saturday Night Live? I don't think so. Mm. Rob Schneider was on Saturday Night Live. You're yeah. probably thinking of Rob Schneider. No, no, no. This Rapist Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Rob, if you're listening, I just think you're great. I think, I think you, you. I can, think you. You can do it. I think you are the real star. In the <laughs> you are the Happy movies. Gilmore of all Happy Gilmores. I just want to say, Deuce Bigelow better movie than Happy Gilmore. Never seen it. Yeah, exactly. Hang on just a second. One, Mel Gibson. Hang on. Oh. Maybe I'm smell smelling. Yes, smelting. (laughs) Hang on. I'm hanging. This guy, Schneider. I spelled it wrong. That's why. So he worked on Nickelodeon. (laughs) So that's Saturday Night Live. (laughs) No Nickelodeon. Sorry. Oh, okay. This guy. You ever seen that guy before? Uh, I don't think so. So he worked on Nickelodeon. He worked... Mm, 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 let me pull that up there for you. So do you know who those three people are? Is that that girl that... Uh, Miranda Cosgrove. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Jeanette McCurdy. Is that the one you were talking about earlier? Mm-hmm. I don't think and, we were recording. Uh-huh. Exactly. And Your uh, alarm's going off. Oh, it's a call from Dan Schneider. Hang on <laughs> just a second. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Quit and, talking, you son of a bitch. And that's Dan Schneider. He was actually accused, I believe. I believe he might be the one that was accused of uh, inappropriate as he stands here uh, oddly behind the star of iCarly. Mm. Okay. I don't know if I should say this and record it, so I won't. <laughs> this is something that I'll say for off air. How? Okay. No. <laughs> I, I won't say it. Not say it. Uh, shit. 
Okay. Some of the things that he says, it actually gets on air, and this is going to be the thing. Okay, I'm, let me, I'm almost afraid what he's going to say that this won't make it on air. Okay, let me ask you a question. Sure. Okay, I'm not... I almost wore my I Love Carly t-shirt you, in yeah, Well, I studio. can see the tattoo right there. Okay, how old... It's opposite of my Brian Singer <laughs> tattoo. How old was... Uh, what's her name? Miranda. Miranda Cosgrove. How? Why? I want to say Miranda Devine. Why is that? Oh, she's no a idea. she's a writer for the New York Post. <laughs> <laughs> you can see where my mind's at. Right. Sure. Anyway, how old was she when I Carly started? Well, in like in those pictures, I mean, uh, she looked older. She was probably in her late teens, probably sixteen. Right? Okay, so what 15, I'm going to say, 17? I'm going to preference what I'm going to say by saying this: I don't condone any of this activity. What? Don't take that. Oh, no. Here. <laughs> Here. But. <laughs> Do I say it? At least it was a chick. <laughs> Does that make it better? Isn't it, You guys leaving? Hello. <laughs> I'm going to say this. Just because your list involved mostly boys doesn't make... Right. Doesn't Under make it any girls better. make it any better. I get it. That's why I didn't want to say it. See, now I'm a freak show. So anyway. Well, just the dead silence there should tell y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the story behind that? Just inappropriate conduct. Uh, Dan Schneider, I believe, who was one of Did the producers. Did he anally rape either one of those I girls? Sh- so he's no Roman Polanski or any of the other people I just mentioned. Yeah, he I, So basically he was some fat old... He wasn't Creepy. old. He wasn't well, that old. He was older than them. He was older than them, but he, so, it's not like he was. Yeah, he wasn't like 49 60s. or 46 or something, right? <laughs> right. With a bad knee. <laughs> Trying to play basketball like he's 18. Right. Um, But let's say he was 30. Yeah, he was probably in his and late And these 30s. girls were 15, 16, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Hopefully 18 yeah. before I made those creepy comments. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not 18. But my point being is to a 15-year-old, you know, this creepy old dude, you know, right? You're still not justifying it. But he didn't right. do anything. You don't know. Well, I mean, they didn't say he did anything. I, didn't they? I don't know. I'm, I'm asking you. You, you had the story. I'm telling you. You're the you, one with the stuff on your phone. I don't I'm know. telling you, I believe Jeanette McCurdy I came out and said that there was... I pedophile stuff on my computer. <laughs> mm. hmm. Interesting. I'm glad it was on your computer, not mine. <laughs> so anyway, gay sex. So now you know why I didn't research any of this. <laughs> yeah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Freaking son of a bitch. FBI is going to be knocking on the door here pretty right. soon. Check my computer. It's not on mine like it is on his. It, it, it is, though. He convinced me to do it. Whatever, Mr. Quartermus. You're coming with us. <laughs> oh. Can I be tried in California where I'll be let out the same day? <laughs> You know, we didn't play our song for uh, Chrissy. What? Um, she won't be able to hear it anyway. Yeah, she won't be able to hear it, so it doesn't matter. This one? Not gonna get liquored up tonight. Not gonna have a drink tonight. I'm not gonna drink till update is through. That's a promise to you. Too late. So, um, so anyway, right? All right. Back to the show. Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. Hollywood elites kill innocent children and drink their blood. That's what Coolio said. So 
that brings up an interesting point. So let's talk about that. Why? How do I want to put this? Why is Mel Gibson still alive? And I say that because of recent Aaron Carter, Coolio. What was the chick? Ann H. Is that right? Ann H. Why? They all alleged similar situations. Well, here's the problem. I th- and, and to be honest, I, I, I can't answer that. I don't know. Because to me, Mel... Is he too big to kill? Maybe. Because, I mean, at the time... I mean, Mel he's Gibson not really the, done anything lately. Well, he's, he was... But when he came out with the allegations, he was in the height of his career. So let me ask you this. I, I don't know. I don't know. Here, and here's what I'm going to say about that. I don't know. He, he is an Australian actor. I believe he is from Australia. Mm-hmm. So maybe he fled the country before he made accusations and they couldn't get to him. He's still here because he was... No, no, no. I know he's come back since right. then, but I'm talking about when he made the original allegations. Did he leave the country prior to and then was like, hey... So I'll say this about that. Have you seen the movie... Um, Fat Santa? Fat Santa, no. Um, shit, what's it called? Father Stew. No, have not. Fucking awesome movie. He's in the movie. He's the dad to... Uh, Marky Mark. Well, he's not Father Stu. Father Stu is Marky Mark. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a good movie. But anyway. We're putting her to sleep over here. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but, so when did all this start with Mel Gibson? It was shortly after Passion of the Christ, right? Actually, yeah, right around the time. So, I believe, like, right before it, because... He ended up, he couldn't get anybody to... Um, produce, or not produce, not but... Not produce, but bankroll. Right. The the Passion of the Christ, so he actually put his own money up. Right. So, yeah, I believe it was like right so, before that. let me ask you this. Is it possible to say that maybe... So, Passion of the Christ was, what, early 2000s? So, let's say 20 years ago, roughly. Okay. Give or take. What's that? <laughs> she just, she's... It was. It's 2022. About to be 2023. I'm going to be 50. <laughs> anyway. Um, You're old. I will, probably won't make it. I'll be dead before then. Good. I mean. Oh, damn. <laughs> almost. Yeah. Bad. She's like, I know. I heard him. I'm with him. Oh. Then I'll have control of the show. <laughs> Great. Anyway. So, is it. So, when Mel Gibson. I don't know who he is. No. Um, first movie. First major movie. Lethal Mad Weapon. Max. Uh, Mad Max, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then went into Lethal Weapon franchise and then other movies, right? Mm-hmm. So probably, I'm sure he was in other stuff prior to Mad Max. I'm sure he had bit the, pieces. Do you actually know what the first movie in the Mad Max series was called? Mad Max. No. Thunderdome. No. Uh Hollywood fucks the little boys. Right. Okay. That's where it came from. I don't know. The Road Warrior. Road Warrior. Right. Do you remember seeing that? So, no, I didn't see any of those movies. So. 
<laughs> you know what movie I did see of Mel Gibson? What? This is going to come as a total shock to you. Let me guess it had Adam Sandler. No, no, it was, it was Mel Gibson. Okay. It had Civil Shepherd in it. What women want. That's right, where he could read women's minds. Anyway. No, great... no, 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 no. No. What? That wasn't Sybil Shepherd. Who the fuck was it then? That was, um... Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. Why did I think it was Civil Shepherd? I have no idea. You're, You're right. It was Willis. Helen Hunt. Yeah, it was Helen Hunt. What is she, what is uh, Shiver, what is uh, what she was in moonlighting with uh, Bruce Willis? I thought that was the same person. No, <laughs> God no. <laughs> Helen Hunt was in Mad About You. Yes. Okay. And and Twister. So you know the movie, great flick. He gets struck by lightning. Yes. Anyway, and then so, I remember the remake that they did with. Um, They did a men, what men like or something. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I didn't was, watch that one. Yeah, we tried to watch it. I fell asleep. Yeah, I don't blame you. Quickly. Anyway, so Mad Max, uh, Road, our uh, Road Warrior, Mad Max, Under Thunder, Under Thunderdome, whatever. Tina Turner, Tina Turner. Uh, beat her ass and showed her what Thunderdome was really all about. No, and then he did Lethal Weapon and so on and so forth. Right. So. What was what was um, Mad Max? What was wrote? What was that? Probably late seventies, early eighties. Uh, yes. So one would assume prior to that he was in something. Maybe Probably. not as the star. Right, right, right. Right. So over his twenty some odd years hmm. in Hollywood, and and I'm going to say this. Let's not act like Mel Gibson. I know you said what women want or whatever, but he was also in Braveheart, which was a big film. He was in The Patriot, mm-hmm. which was a big film. Um, he's he's not been a, in a... I, I don't know this to be fact without looking up his biography. I don't know of any movie that he's been in, not that I've seen them all, that he wasn't, that it wasn't like a blockbuster Right. I, b- I believe he's in a movie called The Man With No Face. So uh, that one which, was probably not a blockbuster. No, it was a, it was actually a really good movie. <laughs> but right. Never the, never <laughs> Nevertheless, man with no face. What the fuck? <laughs> it was a good movie. I'm sure it was there, nerd. Um all right, let's let's see. He was in a show. Uh go ahead. You're saying no, I'm j- I'm oh. just saying it's it's not like Mel Gibson was some B-list actor or whatever coming out with these claims. Like he was. Oh, I tell you, a good movie he was in. I remember seeing this one, Conspiracy. Cons- conspiracy Theory. Yeah, yeah, with uh, uh, Julia Roberts. Right. Yeah, that was actually Ransom a- was a good movie. Ransom was a good movie. Who was in that with him? Oh, fuck, I cannot remember his wife. Uh, Donnie, wait, 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 wait. Donnie Wahlberg. Oh, I thought you were talking about his wife. You remember Donnie Wahlberg, right? Donnie D is on the back. I mean, Marky Mark's brother. Come on, man. Um, on the line, I've never heard of Bandit, Hot Seat, Father Stew. Good for <laughs> You're looking uh, at his recent hits. Panam- Panama, Last Looks. I've never heard of these movies. Bloodfather. Bloodfather was. Machete Kills. Yeah, right. Right. That was with. These are all after he's been blacklisted, by the way. I just want you to know. 2013. After he's been blacklisted, really? Yeah, look at look at the Passion of the Christ. When was that? Two thousand. That has been banned by uh, Google. Hmm. He was in The Simpsons hmm. as 
Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Right. What? In some countries, it was actually. I, it's he, not. Even, he actually it, made another movie that was actually banned in a lot of places too. Do you remember the name of that movie without looking at it? Without looking. No, I'm. I'm just trying to find when the Passion of the Christ was. Well, we got our research assistant on that. She's not doing a very good job. She's looking. Yes. So what movie? 2004. 2004. He actually made another movie after that that was banned. You know what's funny is that doesn't show up in his, and this goes in chronological order. Yeah, but he wasn't in the movie. He was the director of the movie. Um, Writer of the movie. Another movie. Apocalypto. Okay. Same, Same type deal. It was about the Mayan, I believe, about the Mayan civilization. Road Warrior was 81. So Mad Max was 83, 4? Yeah. <laughs> no, Mad Max was first. It was 79. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Mad Max, 79, Road Warrior, 81, and then Thunderdome was 83 or 4. I, I don't remember it like that. So, so welcome back to the Mel Gibson Appreciation <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> don't tread on Mel Gibson with your host. Well, anyways, let's get back to the relevance of this. Is the fact that Mel Gibson... I guess the point being is he's been around. He's been around. Right? He's been passed around. (laughs) No. Uh, Mel Gibson has subsequent... uh, Suspicious... Has been suspiciously absent from movies of late. No, he's he's not been suspiciously absent. (laughs) He was blackballed from Hollywood after he came out and said this, that Hollywood is full of pedophilic... um, People who drink the blood of kids. Did, I, did you already read I, this? I read the, the byline. <laughs> According to his statements, he was likely ousted from Hollywood due to his refusal to go along with their horrific practices with children. The following is a synopsis of Gibson's alleged statements, which seem to indicate he is very much aware of the dark underbelly of our world. Um, <laughs> uh, that... Being said, we cannot confirm if these quotes are actually from <laughs> Gibson or not. In our initial in our ni- initial research, we didn't find anything that proved these quotes were bogus. As always, you do your own research, you motherfuckers. Well, once again, I just want to point out it wasn't like they were like, "Oh, Mel Gibson's on." He one thing they never called him was a liar. They called him crazy, much like uh, recent. But but if you remember what actually happened there is they started releasing um, audio clips of him talking. Excuse me. To I, I, I well, it was something about him being misogynistic. Is that the right word? And they played some audio clip of him talking about some woman or whatever, and he was going off. He was a racist. Mm-hmm. He was a racist. Right. He was misogynistic. And he was crazy. He and was he was an uh, anti-Semite, right? They were calling him all these things, and this is when he essentially fell off the map. We're talking about Kyrie. We're talking. <laughs> we're talking about Mel Gibson. Kanye. Mel Gibson. Okay. <laughs> but my point being, it the thing that they never called him was a liar. Right. Right. And and that's the interesting thing. So you think about speaking of. Kyrie, and I know you want to get into that. I, I, I know. Hold on. I, I know you want to get into that. But those are recent situations, Kyrie and Kanye, right? Mm-hmm. And much like what you just said, they never called them liar. They mm-hmm. might have called them crazy and whatever, mm-hmm. but they never called them wrong. Mm-hmm. They never called them liars. Mm-hmm. Pedogate. Movie star blows the whistle and entertainment industry pedophile ring 
in a shocking expose, movie star Mel Gibson has blown the whistle on the epidemic of parasites who control Hollywood that are involved in child sacrifice and pedophilia. The Lethal Weapon star said that every studio in Hollywood is bought and paid for with the blood of innocent children, adding that most valuable currency is the blood of babies. All right. Here's what I'm going to say about that. I don't know whether that's true or not. It's true. I don't know whether it's right or not, but... It's, it's right. Let's look at the things that have come out since he made those comments. We yeah, had, so I don't know... Number one, we had Harvey Weinstein. Right. Right. Number two, run down the list of people that you just had. Yeah. Has all been proven true since Mel Gibson made those comments. Right. So he's saying that Hollywood's full of these pedophiles running around doing these things. And then what have we done? We've proven the fact that here's a list of people in Hollywood that have doing that have done these very things. And this is a, this is a small list. I have another list to get to. And by that I mean your name is on the list. No. Um <laughs> I'm innocent. They Huh? You're not the one. No. Um, stop that. Uh, what was I saying? We were saying words. Pedophiles. Pedophiles. Hollywood. Mel Gibson. Well, um, God bless. I was going somewhere with that. Kyrie Irving. Kanye West. Liars. <sighs> Hollywood. Blood of babies. Blood of babies. <laughs> This is my only job on the show is to get him back on track. <laughs> but since since then, since that <laughs> statement, since that statement, the uh, Hollywood is bought and paid for with the blood of innocent children and most valuable currency is blood of babies. Since he said that, what else have we heard? Be, regardless of those people that you're just talking about, we've heard about, what's that, Andrina Chrome? We've heard about Pizzagate. We've heard about stuff. And then you talk about these names that we just read a few minutes ago, who are they? I, I, you know, other than me reading them, and you mentioned that you knew the one guy was from the X uh, X Files, from the X Men, right? But don't besmirch let, Chris Carter like that. Let's talk about. He the, was trying to tell us the truth. Damn it! Let's talk about the real names. We let off this whole show with Tom Hanks, mm. right? What about um, Kevin Spacey? Kevin Spacey. And I told you that he was just acquitted, right, of the charges. Now, was he much like much like the names on the list? Well, was it kind of like, hey, much, much, much like somebody had put in the comment? You know, I saw it in a tweet or whatever, and the guy kind of said, "So was he proven innocent, or was he just not found guilty?" Right. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah. Are you innocent of the charges, or were you just not found guilty? And that is a big difference because it could have been a situation where the prosecution didn't have the right evidence, enough evidence, or maybe even the jury was bought and paid for. And I would look into some of the Kevin Spacey stuff because I know there's some of his accusers that are no longer with us. Right. Much like, what was the name you mentioned earlier? We won't re- No, I was talking about uh, Cappy. What was it? Isaac uh, Cappy. Isaac Cappy. Mm-hmm. Like he alleged a lot of stuff with Tom Hanks. He actually had a list, not just Tom Hanks. He had, he had a list of people, and he was very outspoken about 
Uh, and then he very much the same committed phase. suicide. He committed suicide by jumping off the overpass of a bridge. Now, if and, I'm not and, mistaken, wasn't Tom Hanks? Didn't he on his Instagram at one point in time post a picture from that same bridge? He did with he a shoe or a glove. Glove, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, very weird. Even very. And odd. I'll say this about that: even if you're Tom Hanks and you have no idea what this guy's talking about. You're 100% innocent. Let's just assume that. And this guy accuses you of whatever. And then he, quote-unquote, kills himself, Mm -hmm. jumping off of a bridge out in the middle of Arizona or wherever it was at. Mm -hmm. What would possess you to go to that bridge and then take a picture of a glove? I believe his explanation was... um it just takes random pictures of stuff. Because you randomly, randomly drive hundreds of miles out of the way to take to, random to, to pictures. Take, to take a picture where the the person that accused you of being a pedophile actually committed suicide. Right. Like like you do. And then when you're really catching the heat of you and your wife, you flee to... Whole ass to Australia. Or... Greece. Greece you, or... You haul ass to a country... Wherever it was. No, 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 no. You haul ass to a country... With no... Exp- Expedition. No, it has nothing to do with extradition. extradition. It's not a crime in in uh, Greece. <laughs> really? Oh. Look it up. Well, I'm making sure they hauled ass to Greece. For some reason, I was thinking it was Australia. Uh, I believe that's where they quarantined when they caught COVID. Was in uh, Australia. They were in Australia when they caught COVID, and they had to quarantine in Australia. But when the allegations come out of of pedophilia they actually went to to greece where it is not illegal to be with underage kids i got one better for you did you did you know tom hanks the actor was awarded honorary citizenship last month tom hanks became a greek citizen yeah interesting yeah greek prime minister well because as a greek citizen He's not bevy to being extradited for... Right, he can stay there. ...touching little kids or raping boys or whatever. Right. They actually bring him to your door there. Oh, hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold the phone. Cancel. I'm going to have to erase everything we just talked about. Start over. Refill the drinks. Wait, hold on. Let me finish real quick. You said refill the drinks. Fact check. USA Today. I mean, USA Today, right? Tom Hanks is now a Greek citizen, but pedophilia has nothing to do with it. That says it. Right? Cancel the claim. Whatever. Tom Hanks became a Greek Greek citizen because pedophilia there is considered a disability. I have a disability. I like to fuck little kids. (laughs) <laughs> that doesn't sound like a disability. That's a disability, is what they say. <laughs> On uh, blah blah blah. Oh, here we go. So a Q a QAnon uh, conspiracy theory making the rounds on social media falsely claims Tom Hanks becoming a citizen of Greece because it classifies pedophilia of disability. That's what this whole show's about. This whole show's about fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> So, pedophilia. We're talking about the satanic rituals of. Not, not. We're not saying it's okay. Hell no. We're not. 
advocating for it. <laughs> Love your work, Tom Hanks. <laughs> Big was a great movie. <laughs> well, I just want. I'm just pointing out. I'm just pointing out. Tom Hanks. Right. Let's look at his career. He started on what show? Uh, the dude dresses like a chick. Booze and buddies. Right. Booze right. and buddies. Where he dresses a chick with another guy. So oh come it. on, man! That was to get into a girl's hotel apartment building. To he, he rent was cheaper. Started a movie called Big, where he was a little kid who became a man that still wanted to hang out with little kids. <laughs> What about Joe versus the Volcano? Hello. <laughs> well, I, I can't find anything. What about The Burbs? Hello. Burbs was a great movie. It was great. <laughs> uh, 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 Toy Story. <laughs> Hello. Oh, right. Toy Story. What about it? There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> it's a snake in my, pa- <laughs> in my pants. Oh. There's a kid under my bed. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I'm... Anyway, Tom Hanks became a citizen of Greece. And now he's Geppetto playing with a little right. boy. I think that's the most... I, okay, here's the thing. If you're Tom Hanks... Stop playing with a little boy and listen to me for a second. If you're Tom Hanks and you know these rumors, you have... I mean, I can look this shit up. Surely, you as Tom Hanks would know these rumors are going about. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Why would you take that job? It's not even. It's not even that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna point you to a to a to a situation that happened that I think should be telling to everyone. Okay. And I'm gonna take you back to the Golden Globes. Okay. To Ricky Gervais, on stage, mm-hmm. calling out the Hollywood elite, right, for what they did, or what they were doing, right. Period. Now you had some people. He turned it down again to do it again because he's like, fuck that shit. I've already said what I said. <laughs> but the rea- the reactions, and, and, and again, I will say this more so than the actu- accusations of these things. It's the reactions of people when they... The holidays. Go ahead. Sorry. The holidays. What the hell was that? It's the holidays. Christmas time. It's the holiday season. Hello and welcome to the 77th annual Golden Globe Awards. Live from the Beverly Hilton Hotel here in Los Angeles. We'll talk over this because it's like eight minutes. Okay. Um, It's the reactions of some of the people in attendance to the Golden Globes. Hey, at least he was honest last time I'll be hosting. Um, Because like you said, he was invited this year to Um, do it. NBC clearly don't care either. (laughs) Fifth time. So, I mean, Kevin Hart was fired from the Oscars because yeah. of some offensive tweets. Yeah, Hello. he said something about his own being <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Lucky yeah. for me, the Hollywood foreign press can barely speak English. And they've no idea what Twitter is. So I the got faces. offered this gig by fax. So yeah. let's go out with a bang. Like, this, this let's have a laugh at it. your expense, shall we? Mm-hmm. Remember, they're just jokes. We're all going to die soon, and there's no sequel. So... Yeah. glass of beer there. Remember that. Also uh, remember that there was you, a movie. Hang on just a second. Pause that real quick. Could you imagine being able to get him sitting in here with us? Ricky Gervais, I, I, how that motherfucker's still alive, I have no idea. Right. Because he basically called him out to their face, laughed at him, and then was like, fucking took his beer. <laughs> and then, and then was them, like, and was like, I'm, fuck, I'm out. Peace. <laughs> it's empty. Anyway. That's some bullshit right there. <laughs> but, but my point being is who in that crowd had the worst reaction. Tom Hanks. 
Tom Hanks. What the fuck? Because he flat out was telling you he was talking about Leo DiCaprio fucking young girls. I got it. Right? Right. Because he was talking about how he, he only went for a certain age girls, which if you look at some of the stories that came out recently, more people are making jokes about that. The I, fact I, that I can I can play it. We can hear his words. Yeah. And, so exactly. So he actually the older he gets, the younger he dates. Right. Well he's our age. Exactly. And the license plate was Damn. made by Felicity Huffman. So no. Shush. It's her it's her daughter. You hear well, the like, murmurs? Like that you should have seen Tom Hanks. He was like oh. Yeah, because he that knows what's I feel coming. Sorry for. Okay. That must be the most embarrassing. Well she was thing in prison, right? At that time. Felicity and her Huffman? dad was yeah. in Wild Hogs. So Lots of big celebrities here tonight. I mean, legends, icons, yeah? Look, at this table alone. Uh, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. But... <laughs> Baby Yoda. Uh, oh, that's, that's Joe Pesci, sorry. Um, I love you, man, don't have me whacked. Um, but tonight isn't just about the people in front of the camera. In this room are some of the most important TV and film executives in the world. People from every background, but they all have one thing in common. They're all terrified of Ronan Farrow. <laughs> He's coming for you. He's coming for you. Look, talking <laughs> of all you perverts, it was a big year. It was a big year for paedophile movies. Um, who, is, who is that? Ronan Farrow? Yeah. He was an investigative journalist. Okay. Any connection to Mia Farrow? Any connection to the whole... I don't think so. Let's see. I mean, kind of an odd name. That'd be like someone saying uh, Billy Cordemus checking into the PCGC. There's not very many people with my last name. Thus my soon inauguration to okay. the uh, Masons. Oh, actually is okay. the son of Mia Farrow. And filmmaker Woody Allen. There you go. All right. Hang on. His name is Satchel Ronan O'Sullivan Farrow. Is Satchel. American. Satchel. Wasn't he a pitcher for the Page. White Sox? Satchel Page is an American journalist. Son of actress Mia Farrow and filmmaker Woody Allen, he is best known for his investigative reporting of allegations of sexual abuse against film producer Harvey Weinstein, mm -hmm. which was published in the New Yorker magazine. So, hold on a second. He's the father of... Wait, 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 wait. Mia and... Woody Allen. I just want to say... Are they brother and sister? Education. Yale Law School. Hmm. Interesting. So, anyways, continue. Uh, what? Was Mia Farrow and uh, the other dude, were they brother and sister? Who? The husband and wife there. He said he was the father of those two people. No, I said he's the son of actress Mia Farrow. Oh, he's and the son. Yeah, of okay. Woody Allen. I gotcha. Right. And then he went after Daddy. Oh. He's surviving R. No, Kelly, he went up. Leaving Neverland. Two popes. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Call back to uh, Many episode two of the Decon Show. Many snubbed the, the in the major categories. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The Hollywood foreign press are all very, very racist. So, <laughs> fifth time. So, the Hollywood foreign press. We were going to um, say what? The Hollywood foreign press. What about them? Aren't they like, um, yeah, Saudis? 
do um, an in-memoriam sure. this year, but when I saw the list of people that had died... I thought it was it interesting, the camera work, because every time it's he said just, the fifth no, time, the fifth time they flashed on Tom Hanks. It was mostly and white like, people, and really? I thought, nah, yeah. not on my watch. So, <laughs> maybe next year. Let's, let's see what happens. No one cares about movies anymore. No one goes to the cinema. No one really watches network TV. Everyone's watching Netflix. This show should just be me coming out going, well done, Netflix, you win everything. Good night. But no, no, we've got to drag it out for three hours. You could binge watch the entire first season of Afterlife instead of watching this show. That, that's a show about a man who wants to kill himself because his wife dies of cancer. And it's still more fun than this, OK? <laughs> Spoiler alert, um, season two is on the way. So in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Shut up. I know he's your friend, but I don't care. <laughs> you like to make your own the, way here and your own faces, plan, didn't you? dude. Right. But m seriously, most films are awful. Lazy. Remakes. Sequels. I've heard a rumour that there might be a sequel to Sophie's Choice. I mean, that would just be Meryl Streep going, well, it's got to be this one then. All the best actors have jumped to Netflix and HBO, you know. And the actors who just do Hollywood movies now do fantasy adventure nonsense. They wear masks and capes and really tight costumes. Their job isn't acting anymore. It's going to the gym twice a day and taking steroids, really. Have we got, a, have we got an award for most ripped junkie? No. No point. We know we'd win that. Um, Martin Scorsese, the greatest living director, made the news for his controversial comments about the Marvel franchise. He said they're not real cinema and uh, they remind him of theme parks. I agree. Although I don't know what he's doing hanging around theme parks. He's not big. Marvel what? franchise, did you hear that? Right. Who was associated with the Marvel franchise? The guy from earlier. Brian Singer. Right. You're going to have to go on the ride. Right. So I guess we, we got a point across with... Uh, Ricky Gervais. So, on to other situations. I know we want to get to more current, right? But things. But, but I want to. I want to dive back into this Isaac Cappy thing. You said you. Okay. Found well, I on. got. I got something on Isaac Cappy. So we we talked about Isaac Cappy for a minute when we were talking about um, Tom Hanks, right? Mm -hmm. So, so Isaac Cappy is probably, although you might not even know who that name is was probably one of the biggest names to come... Not I, I don't want to say biggest names to come forward, but... Well, he he was one of the biggest... Um, accusers? Accusers, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then killed himself. Right. Right? So an actor in the hit movies, Thor, Fanboys, and Terminator Salvation has been found dead of an apparent suicide, but, but many do not believe it. Now, obviously... This isn't current news. This was back in 2019. Right. And, and Isaac Happy, I just want to say real quick, made several videos. Instagram. Instagram like videos. Like big time Instagram mm -hmm. videos. Right. Uh, alleging certain people. I know there's certain lists out there where he actually listed the people. And, and a lot of those names were like the big names. Who? It wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. like, uh, you know, Bob Johnson, the, 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 uh, Boom operator from uh, Terminator. Oddly enough, a lot of those people that were on that list were also located on the Jeffrey Epstein flight log list. But anyways, go ahead, and continue, please. What, Nothing what to say here, right? Right. The actor has stated on Twitter that he was not suicidal. 
and then he killed himself. Hmm. Oh. Huh, where have we heard that before? <laughs> and the death came after he accused Hollywood heavyweights. Officer of- Bedsheet. You're needed. <laughs> Officer Bedsheet to the Epstein suite. <laughs> of pedophilia, sparking conspiracy theories. So Isaac Cappy is a name that has been floated around the internet forums for the past few weeks. Now, mind <laughs> you, this article is three years old. <laughs> after he accused actor Seth Green amongst others, of being a, being part of an underground Hollywood pedophilia ring. Though he has since provided zero evidence to back up his claims, over the past few days he has been ramping up his social media posts to continue and accuse Green of being a child abuser, along with some big Hollywood stars, some of which are just too unbelievable, including Steven Spielberg, mm. Tom Hanks, mm. Stephen Colbert. Mm. Bill Clinton. Really? I, I didn't have sex with no mm. dude. I'm not a faggot. <laughs> I fucked the shit out of some interns, but I ain't I'm fucking no dudes, man. Anyway. Uh, oh, shit. Claire Grant. <laughs> Who? <laughs> oh, come on, Claire. Oh, man. However, the tables have turned on Cappy who is reportedly now under investigation by a Los Angeles Police Department. Of course he is. For allegedly choking his chicken. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> choking Paris Jackson. <laughs> who? <laughs> At a party, threatening gun violence on social media and harassing Green and his wife. Paris Jackson is the daughter of Bo Jack. Oh, um, Michael Jackson. Daughter. Mm. Doctor. So, <clears throat> I just want to point out something real quick. I'm I'm seeing co- a connection here, mm-hmm. and I want to point this out. So, Seth Green, right? Do you know who Seth Green is? Uh, right, uh, Scotty. Scotty. So he was famously known for. He was also the 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 na- the uh, the voice actor for Chris in the Family Guy that you brought up earlier. Right. That was actually Seth Green. Family guy. Right. Uh, <laughs> but what was he most known for? He was Scotty. And he was the younger brother of uh, that one dude that was in the movie with the people. Whatever. He was most famously oh, known come on, for man. being... Can't buy me love, man. He was the younger brother. Of Patrick Dempsey? Yeah. No. Anyway, he was. I, I, I'm sure he was, but that's not what he was known oh, for. That's what I know for. <laughs> no, you don't. What do you know him for? Scotty. Scotty. Scotty, which was Dr. Evil's son in the franchise Austin Powers, who starred... Mike Myers. Mike Myers, who was on Saturday Night Live at the same time as... Rob Meadows. Rob... <laughs> <laughs> Rob... No, the other one. Chris Farley? <laughs> no, he's dead... The other one, the what, the live one. Dana Carvey. They did Wayne's <laughs> World together. Not the relevant together. one. <laughs> uh, Tim Meadows. I said relevant. <laughs> um, Make plenty of movies. Still making movies today, even though he's mailing it in. David Spade. <laughs> <laughs> that actually applies. The, <laughs> the other one. <laughs> Bobby Boucher. <laughs> uh, 
what Adam Sandler? He's at he's behind the whole thing. He's running the ring. <laughs> Look, he's the only one still alive, still relevant, still making movies, still making money. So hold on a second. Enough said. Hold on a second. Adam hold Sandler on one is the bloody second of the pedophile ring running in Hollywood today. Are that, you that, are you trying to say on November eleventh, two thousand and twenty-two? Right. Right here, as right. we sit, yes, on the D Tom show, yes. Are you trying to say that Adam J. Sandler mm-hmm. is responsible for Chris Farley's death? Absolutely. I'm saying that he hired Kevin James to be the hitman to take out Chris Farley with the promise that he would take over all his roles because he felt that Chris Farley was a threat to his fame and fortune. He knew Farley was far funnier, was a bigger star. And was going to hit it big in Hollywood. I point you simply to Beverly Hills Ninja. I mean, uh, <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Boy and Black Sheep. I have one thing to say about what you just said. What? Holy shnikes. <laughs> I'm just saying. You heard it here first, folks, guys. Chris Farley's been dead for 20 years. <laughs> Somebody needs to speak for him. Chris Farley. So young. Uh, he, too soon. Too soon? Too, Too soon. soon. That is true. Yeah. I mean, let's not look at Beverly Hills Ninja, but yes, too soon. <laughs> Where were we going with this? I thought it was a good movie. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Seth Green, right? Seth Green, right? <laughs> no, I was just, you know, the Isaac Happy thing. That That's interesting that he was accusing Seth Green. Well, I mean. Who, who, I, you know, I just want to point out, Seth Green, not the biggest actor in the world. Not, no, not, I mean, not the most famous or whatever. Mid, mid-level, right? You would think if you're having somebody that would, was coming out or whatever, that you would be attacking the biggest names because you're looking for a payday, right? Because that's the first thing that you would assume. You're calling out this person for... Uh, abusing children or abusing whatever. Yeah, and it's you're not looking even for like... a payday, right? Because he's a bit actor in 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 whatever films, right? Right. So the dude's obviously looking for something. He's looking for fame. He's looking for what? Yeah, Seth Green comes to the top of that list that of uh, the people that I would target, right? Because... Yeah, and not to mention the names that like in this in this part here it says Isaac Capti, who was best known for bit parts in 2011's Thor as a pet clerk's uh, pet store clerk, mm-hmm. has been posting on 4chan a lot over the past four years or four <laughs> a few weeks, trying to bring down Hollywood pedophiles and a heavy focus on Seth Green. So, like right. you said, why are you focusing on him, right? Versus anyone else right if you're if you're looking for some sort of payout or whatever i don't know whether you would target somebody that's on the same well i mean seth green probably has a little bit more fame than isaac cappy obviously well, but they, well it says here used to be friends cappy claims he was at a party now here's here's the thing and like you're saying seth I, green who's seth green granted obviously he's more famous than we are um is he, mm, <laughs> is he? a little bit but he if your friends, okay, so like if you and I mm-hmm. uh, were hanging out, and then I and I go to your house mm-hmm. for Christmas party <laughs> in three weeks, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and uh, I'm just gonna kind of use this based on the claims here. So I would claim that at at your party, it's payback uh, time. <laughs> say what? It's payback time. <laughs> at a party, <laughs> and Drink whoever. It. <laughs> Whoever's there, a random child comes up asking where you're at. Right. Um, which I would find 
oddly suspicious, right? Right. So I go on to claim while I'm at your house after a game night party that you showed me a hidden room um, and you, in your words were, this is where we keep the children. <laughs> right. In the hidden room was a bed with dim lighting. Hmm. So now this is what Cappy claimed Seth Green told him. So that would be like, okay, we're in the DTOM studios right now. That'd be like me never opening this door. And then when I did, I'd be like, and there's like a bed in here. Hey, what's what's in that behind that closet door? That's there? where I keep. The, that's where the what does it say? That's where we keep the children. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I mean, if I'm at your house and we're you know, hey, blah blah blah, partying, you know, singing karaoke, whatever, and then you're like, hey, let me show you something real quick. All right, what's up? You open the door to a room. It's not your daughter's room. It's not your bedroom. Mm -hmm. It's just your man cave. But instead of there being a couple of recliners in there and a TV, there's a bed with dim lighting. And and you say, this is where we keep the children. Ha, ha, ha. What's so funny about that? I guess you could play it off as a joke. I... I... <laughs> I, I I don't know I I the the Jesus the claim itself sounds so outrageous that you're like you you want to dismiss it like from the get go you know what I'm saying like I mean you're you're listening to it and you're like you know you know what I'm saying well I think you know you could you could deem it like they said he was crazy. Okay. You know, they, they uh, portrayed him actually, as being insane and rambling. Uh, where have we heard that before? Right. And and that's the thing. I think any time you have somebody of some kind of consequence, not saying that Isaac Cappy is on the level of, say, a Kanye West or hmm. a Kyrie Irving, but like you said, he's picking yeah, he on... Can't, he can't shoot the basketball. Right. He shoot. can't hit the three. He can't hit the three. But that's he's why pick, he never made it in the league. He's picking on Seth Green. Right now, mind you, he goes on to say hmm, this is interesting. So I want to talk this, and then we can get into other okay. things. Mm -hmm. His personal issue seems to perhaps be more acute than Spielberg's, based on his performance in the video. It is a train of thought, stream of consciousness, skipping from celebrity to celebrity. So obviously, he put out a video. Cappy includes everyone from Tom Hanks to Michael Jackson, who hated Spielberg. He says. And this is his quote. This is what is sad about this. A lot of people are born into it, he says, meaning a broad Hollywood pedophile culture. Cappy also says Jimmy Seville is a rapist. Jimmy Seville, do you, uh, real quick, I'm sorry. I, I hate to interrupt you there. Do you know who Jimmy Seville is? No. Okay. Let me tell you who Jimmy Seville is. He's a rapist. He's a rapist. He is, he's no longer with us. Uh, thank God. Uh, may you rest in hell. Um, he was actually a British celebrity. So he was kind of, he had a show, uh, with the BBC, if I'm not mistaken with the BBC, but it was like Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy will fix. It. That was the name of the show. And I'm doing this based off memory. So please forgive me if I'm, if I get it. So he's here. totally wrong. But Jimmy Seville was, he was like a, a big, 
I don't want to say he was a huge celebrity, but he was a celebrity in in the UK. Okay, and so his, he was like a F actor here in America. He oh. was like a Dick Clark type. Man, Dick Clark's uh, huge, man. What? I'm just ah, shit. He was famous for other things, but he he went on to this show called Jimmy Will Fix It. Okay, and he basically gave dying wishes to kids. So he was constantly around these kids in these hospitals. Right. right. He was constantly around these kids saying, oh, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy, you know, I, my dying wish is this. Okay. Oh, well, Jimmy will fix it. Jimmy will come in. He'll kind of make the kids wish happen. Tight deal. He was constantly around these sick kids, constantly around these kids that are, were in these hospitals, constantly around these kids that were like, I, I believe it was on the show. Yeah. Jimmy will fix it. Right? Mm-hmm. Huge allegations came out about him being a fucking pedophile. Mm-hmm. Molesting these children. Abusing these children. Right? Right. And this dude didn't even try to... Like, he denied it. He denied the allegations. 450 alleged <laughs> abuses. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like 30. It wasn't, he wasn't a Brian Singer. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like he was, he was the, the, he was in it. He was in it to win it. Like that was his choice. Like it was like, but uh, it, but I'm not gay. I don't want men. I want, I want women. I want little kids. But, but the whole point behind it is every time that he was interviewed about said thing, he was brazen about it. Like he leaned into the shit. He would smile at the camera. He would smirk at the camera. He would, and he never stopped. Even through the allegations, never stopped. Until his dying day. Okay? And it's been since proven that Jimmy Seville was a pedophile. Right? Right. So then everybody tried to distance themselves from him. So that's who Jimmy Seville was. I'd say of anybody of the people that we've talked about today, he is by far the biggest monster that we've talked about. And the only thing that stopped him was his death. So who's Claire Bronfram? Bron Bronfman? Oh, shit. No. I don't I have to, I, have to, <laughs> I have no idea. Shit, you know. Well he accused her also of okay. abuse. Sure. Um blah blah blah. He accuses this is what I wanted to get to. I was scrolling through this as you was rambling on earlier. Um he accuses the Rothschilds hmm. of cannibalism. Cappy says that Mark Thompson, who runs the New York Times, ran the BBC for years, and they let him run rampant for years. He regards Pizzagate as having been proven and documented. So, what we have here is we have a alleged situation with Pizzagate. Something that, that most people have, that have latched onto has been... Said to be a conspiracy theory, you know, crazy, lunatic. So I think him bringing that up automatically, you get dismissed. Right? About the Rothschilds. About the Pizzagate thing. Right, right. So I think that's the first thing that, that automatically, oh, well, he's crazy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's a lunatic. He's a QAnon. He's a conspiracy theorist. He's a whatever, whatever. That it? 
Um, but also this article goes on to say this. So as he is accusing Spielberg of things, you also had another actor who at the time was an upcoming relatively big actor who accused um, Spielberg of inappropriate of inappropriate behavior. Do you okay. know who that was? No. You know who Crispin Glover is? Yes. So at the time, he was the father of one Martin McFly in the greatest epic adventure of all times, Back to the Future. Great, great flick, as Biff would say. <laughs> Crazy Biff. Oh, Biff. Anyway. Get Zooks, Marty. No, I, I think that's not right. And that's what he said in my timeline. <laughs> right. But anyway, so the story goes with Crispin Glover. Now, okay, so this is... I'm going to end it with... Ah, the microphone. <laughs> I'm going to end my portion of the show with this. Okay. Isaac Cappy. Crispin Glover. And whomever else. All B or less level actors. What? Um, I'd be curious to know, did the actor that played Elliot... In E.T., did he ever make any allegations against Steven Spielberg? I don't know. Drew Barrymore. I think she did. So here's where I'm going to make this connection. Sorry. Go ahead. Crispin Glover. You know the story of Crispin Glover. He He, was in um, the remake of Charlie's Angels. He was a guy. Was he? Mm Mm-hmm. Of course he was. (laughs) With Drew Drew Barrymore. Barrymore. Okay, so Crispin Glover... At the time, was was one of I don't want to say one of the biggest actors, but he was an up and comer. He felt in his mind after Back to the Future that he deserved Michael J. Fox money, (laughs) and Michael J. Fox was like, "No," but they didn't know if he was saying no if it was part. But in his mind, he felt that his portrayal of Whatever, Daddy McFly, whatever his name was. In the George movie. McFly, get it right. <laughs> I would think as many times as you've seen Back to the Future, oh, you would know the dad's name. Hold on a fucking second. <laughs> you grease me about watching that damn movie every other weekend on TBS. And you... Oh, you back, babe? Nerd. Anyway. Go ahead. His, his role as George McFly in the first Back to the Future, he felt, maybe it was him, maybe it was his agent, I don't know, but he felt he did such a great performance that he deserved Michael J. Fox money to go forward. He is no Marty McFly. He is no Marty McFly. So that is why, if you guys don't know this or not, that is why in Back to the Future Part 2, George McFly is upside down because it is a different actor. Did you know that? Never mind. Go ahead. ahead. No, it was a conspiracy theory about the whole 9-11 thing. That oh, yeah. Looked at the twin malls. And, and, twin yeah. Of the malls and, yeah, and there was one pine after the words, and there's two pines. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. But anyway, um, so who's to say that Isaac Cappy was a low-level actor? He had some bit parts in different movies, mm-hmm. uh, movies that were either directed or produced maybe by Spielberg. And then Crispin Glover wasn't uh, Back to the Future. I think it was produced by Spielberg. I think it was directed by Zemeckis, but I think it was produced by Spielberg. Okay. 
Um, I'll take your word for it. I'm pretty sure. You're the back to the future. I could expert. be wrong, but I'm. I may be crazy. You're. Crazy. I may be right, but I think yeah, I'm pretty sure it was What's Robert it, Zemeckis was the uh, director, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure Spielberg produced it. Mm-hmm. So, as a producer, you're in charge of funding of the movie. Mm-hmm. So there is a good possibility that Crispin Glover said. Daddy needs more money for part two. Because once part one was done, once it initially hit, they knew they were doing a part two. And they knew they were doing a part three because, as a matter of fact, when they when they filmed part two, they filmed part three. You know what I'm saying? They did all of that at one point. So, Oddly, George McFly was not in part three. Right. At all? No. Because hmm. it was all... Wild West and wasn't even upside down. Nope, nothing because they never went to the future. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? He went back. They went back to. 50. Yeah, but I mean, you would think because certain characters kind of showed up in the. Yeah, never was in part three. Huh. Odd, right? Right. Hmm. Well, I think it was a point where you could sell it in part two because you put them upside down, different person to kind of look like them. You know, who's going to sit there and be like, "That's not the same dude," you know. But it's very possible that his agent, whatever, I need more money, and they were like, fuck that shit. So you could make the argument that Crispin Glover made these accusations because he didn't get paid more. What about what about part four? It's not out yet. Back, back to the future part four? Shaking, not sturdy. It's coming <laughs> out. <laughs> where, where Doc Brown tells Marty that the, uh, the, the side the effects from... <laughs> from time travel? Oh, poor too, Marty. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. I don't mean to laugh about it. That's, that's but um, I guess you can make the argument that Crispin Glover made those accusations because he didn't get paid. But you could also make the accusations that well, it's not he like, didn't get paid because... Well, it's not like... Well, yeah, I mean... Hmm. See, that's that in lies where we have the problem. Isaac Cappy, bit part, bit actor in... You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even like he was a bit actor in hit movies. Right. He was a bit actor in... Small movies. Well, you know, I'm not going to call small. Terminator Salvation isn't a small movie, but it's it wasn't like... It wasn't starring Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and Cabby Johnson, or right. whatever his name was. Isaac Cabby. Whatever. Get his name right. Come on, man. I get what you're saying. So you're kind of like looking at it from an aspect of are these people looking for the payout? Were they were they up and coming? Ah, shit. Okay, so I'm gonna put it like this. But but if, but, but, but did Isaac Cappy come out and say Steven Spielberg? Like, is that the one he went after? Okay, I don't know. But let me tie it back. Well, you you let said me, it with Seth Green that he was obsessed with. Right, he, and and why pick on Seth Green if you're gonna go after? Spielberg or, or Tom Hanks or whoever. Spielberg has Spielberg money. Hanks has Hanks money. Why are you going after Seth Green? <laughs> Why are you going to? <laughs> Why would you deny that to be true? I mean, obviously, if I was Seth Green, I'd be like, yeah, "This dude's fucking crazy." But why would you not right. investigate it? Now the Crispin Glover thing. You could be that could be sour grapes, right? But I'm going to tie this all back around to what you want to get into. Okay. This is the brilliance of the PCGC and the D time show. He's a professional. So in the past two shows, I spoke about the boule. Boule? You haven't, the the bully. The bully. Boule, boule. 
You haven't listened to part two. I haven't listened to all of part one yet. Okay, so in part... I'm on vacation, man. In part two, I talk about celebrities, black celebrities, whether they're athletes, uh, actors, singers, rappers, people whatever. People of influence. Right, people, people of influence, true. And the things that they have to do to become who they are. Hmm. Because when it comes down to it, ideally, it's not necessarily about talent. Who's to say that Isaac Cappy wasn't going to be the next greatest whatever? Who's to say? I, whatever. I'm just spitballing here. Who's I know. to say? I saw his role as a pet store clerk. And- you, you could say the same thing about going back to early Mel Gibson movies. Or think about, look at Mark Wahlberg, for example. Okay. Who the fuck was he? Marky Mark. Ooh. Whatever, man. Fear was a great movie. I'm not denying his... I I think he, in my personal opinion, he's probably my favorite actor. I watch a lot of his movies. Wide range. I'm just saying. he. I mean, he plays the same character in every... Whatever. (laughs) He... There is some good movies that he's in. Plus, I think on a personal level, he has much of our ideals. True. But one would question why he made it so big. Well, he, he is the Kevin Costner of his time. He also moved out of L.A. and moved into started his own shit in Nevada. So, yeah. But my point being is this. <sighs> Who's to say if there's a black boule, mm-hmm. right, and we talk about black athletes and black actors and people of influence, that there's not a white boule. Like we talked about, I've done shows on Skull and Bones. I've done shows on these different things. So the Illuminati, obviously, if they're going to have a black faction, they're going to have a white faction. And if that black faction is based around people of influence. I believe you call them the Masons. Go ahead. Right. Then, why are you looking at my ring for? Then, obviously, there would be a white version of the same thing. So who's to say Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg? Martin Sheen are not a part of this. Are not a part of those, and then you try to even Seth Green for that matter, and you try to get more people in. You get Isaac Cap. You get uh, Kristen Glover, Chris Crispin Glover, and what if they're like, what ah, the fuck? That's fucked up. What if they're pulling a Tupac or a Kanye West or a um, you know? whoever, Kyrie Irving. And they're like, this is, I'm not all about this. I don't need that. The interesting thing, and and, I mean, in true transparency, I was listening to your bullish, you know, contrary to whatever people believe, I'm not privy to everything that he talks about. I, I, honest to God, most of his uh, solo shows, I don't even know what he's, uh, what he's doing. Most of my ramblings. Yeah. But in, in the bullet thing, you brought it up to me. I didn't know anything about it because we really haven't talked about it. Right. So I'm listening to the show today on the way to the gym. And the whole time you're talking about... Right. What was the first guy you, you brought up in that? The uh, Stephen Coakley. Stephen Coakley. Thank you. And you're talking about what he was into. Right. Conspiracy that He was the first black conspiracy right, theorist, right. whatever, whatever. And I'm thinking to myself the whole time, damn, I wonder if he's, you know... I wonder if we can tie this into like Kanye and Kyrie, and right. then sure enough, you know, you know, five minutes later, you are. So, here's what I'm going to say about the Kyrie situation and the Kanye situation. 
I know more about the Kyrie because I like basketball. Right. Um, you brought up a very good point that they didn't, you know, Kyrie caught a lot of flack last year because he refused to take the vaccine. Right. And, and don't get me wrong. Kyrie Irving is a unique individual. Right. He is very much a, the Dennis Rodman of his time. Well, yeah. I mean, he, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That, that's not wrong. Right. He kind of marches to the beat of his own drum. Right. He thinks the thing, you know, he's a flat earther. Right. <laughs> he's a, what you would consider to be a free thinker. Right. I, I understand he's bounced around to all these different things and people point to, oh, you know, he's a Christian. Now he's a Muslim. Now he's a, the dude is, and I think by his own admission, he has said, I am a seeker of truth. So he goes down one path. And he really gets into that stuff, and then he finds out maybe that's not what he was looking for. He's eccentric. Right. As most people with money, a lot of money are. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because you can indulge. You can, you're can. you not constrained by the chains of... Um, Everyday life. Or yeah. I mean, you, 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 got, you got fuck you money. Right. I do? <laughs> well, some of us do. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and and I think Kanye would fall into that. Yeah. He's got fuck you money. Yeah, he's got even more fuck you yeah. money. You're going to tell me what to do? Fuck you. Right. I'm, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to wear this MAGA hat. Oh, yeah? You don't like that? I'm going to wear this White Lives Matter shirt. <laughs> you don't like that? You don't like that? Well, I'm going to tell you what the Jews and whatever do with right. the media. <laughs> so the whole situation came up, and, and, and I think you covered this briefly. But you had a situation with Kanye. Right. Where he showed up in a a photo with Candace Owens right. wearing a White Lives Matter shirt. And then it was a couple of weeks later, we had the whole Kanye and, and, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the, the, the movie that's based off a book is called Negroes to Hebrews or Hebrews to Negroes, something, right. something along those lines. Forgive me for, you know, whatever. And it's talking about how the... Black Israelites are the true Jews. Jews, right? And from what I understand from the movie, never watched it. Probably will never watch it. It's just not my cup of tea. It's not my thing. It's not. You know, maybe shit. Maybe I need to watch the the fucking thing. Right. It's po- as much popularity as it's getting. Well, just to find out what he was talking about. Right. But I, from what I understand, that there's some misrepresentations of. Quotes. There's some misrepresentations of Hitler quotes. There's some. I mean, it's it's it's. I'm sorry, I'm boring. You. Um, but I'm gonna say this, and this is uh, hopefully this captures your attention. Nope. And he's asleep. <laughs> so Kyrie Irving comes out, doesn't say a fucking thing. Right. I think this is the thing that's that's really kind of gotten in my because I've had to listen. As a basketball fan, and and I I truly and I, I think I told you this the other day. I truly miss and and I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm gonna tell you how old I am. I'm 46 years old. I've been watching basketball ever since fucking Larry Bird was. I, I grew up in the era of the Boston Celtics and the and the L. A. Lakers of the of Larry Bird and, and Magic Johnson and Kareem and that was my 
timeline when I first started watching basketball. Dang, you're old. I'm fucking old. But my point being is I missed the day of fucking NBA basketball that was about fucking basketball. Not about every motherfucking thing else. Not about fucking COVID vaccines. Not about who's kneeling for fucking Black Lives Matters. Not who's supporting this. Who's not talking about fucking China. Who's making a fucking movie about basketball. I miss those fucking I, days. I, I turned them down, folks. Just to Sorry about there. That. I didn't want to blow your eardrums out. Sorry about that. That that was my rant. And now I'm going to get off. <laughs> I'm going to get to my point. He's going to get off real quick. I'm going to get off real quick. Oh. So, Kyrie Irving tweets out a link to a movie. That's it. Right. Doesn't say Doesn't anything say about the movie. Hitler had it right. All <laughs> Jews are bad. <laughs> what was that, David? <laughs> Doesn't say Jews are running the world. Doesn't say any fucking thing. Twe- tweets out. Actually, didn't even tweet out. Instagram posted a link to this movie based off a book that another dude fucking wrote. Has no ties to the fucking movie or book. It didn't produce it. You didn't, didn't produce it, it. Didn't have credits to it. Didn't receive a one fucking red cent for anything. Right. Watched a movie or read the book. I'm assuming he watched the movie. I'm a documentary. Right. A documentary. I'm using air quotes. Obviously saw something in it that resonated with him and his free thinking. Well, just him and his beliefs or thoughts or whatever doesn't necessarily. You've watched things before that doesn't necessarily make you. Okay, if you watch. Let's say you watch the David Duke story. Like you did. Right. No, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. No, I know. You watch a documentary. Right. And maybe part of that documentary. Not all of it. Right. Maybe you didn't agree with all of it. But some part of that resonated with you. And you're like, oh, shit. You know, that part right there. And it might have been like a fucking two-minute clip of a two-hour documentary. Right. But you're like, yeah, I can yeah, see that. That cross burning seems about right. <laughs> Don't they use Clorox in them sheets? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I kept this. <laughs> anyway, my point being, the guy didn't say anything. Right. He just tweeted or whatever a, yeah. a, a link to this. link to the movie. Right. All of a sudden everybody goes ape shit. Okay. Why? And it was along the lines, if I'm not mistaken, it's the same kind of shit that Kyrie I mean uh, uh Kanye. Kanye right. was kinda of going down. So if you want to say anything, it, it was maybe because he was in support of what Kanye was saying. Well, and, it, and like I said to you, I said it's interesting how these two black gentlemen mm-hmm. are both being ridiculed. But it's interesting that within the last year or so, you had one wearing a MAGA hat and one refusing a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Then they tweet or whatever about a movie. Mm-hmm. Not even about the movie, just here's a link to the movie. Mm-hmm. You have Kanye... Who steps on stage with Candace Owens, uh, Candace Owens, which is already a controversial figure, figure black female, mm-hmm. conservative, based, right? They, yeah, conservative. Mm-hmm. They Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. Step on stage wearing a T-shirt that says "White Lives Matter," which I've said, we've said, all lives, all matter. lives matter. But I think it's not it, white, think black, it, blue, purple, green. Yeah, whatever. but I think it's a throw in the face of Black Lives Matter, right? 
And like I said on the show I just did, and I don't know if it was part two or part one, but I said to the effect of what has Black Lives Matter? What is the organization done, done for, for black, black lives? Done what for the black done? community. Yeah, what have they done? How much of that money other, have you other, seen? Other than the three women mm-hmm. that started Black Lives Matter, other than their well, three black lives. Well, my, my question would be how have they enriched your community? They haven't. They've enriched what, themselves. What have you gained? Nothing. What have you gained? Nothing. What have they changed? Nothing. They've changed their their position in life. That's all they've changed. But um, with Kanye, with Kanye and um, Kyrie, the thing was this: they said what they said, they tweeted what they tweeted. Mm-hmm. No one ever called them wrong. No one ever. They, no, they didn't call them liars. They called them crazy. Well, liars, they wrong, whatever. Them conspiracy theorists. They called them which uh, Cappy, delusional. Which yeah. all of these other people which that Gibson, we talked about today, Mel, Mel Gibson, Gibson, Cappy. Feldman, Haim, all these other accusers that accused directors, mm-hmm. um, actors, so, high-level people of, of wrongdoing. I'm going to say this about that. The fervor, and, and and understand what's going on with Kanye. I don't know. I'm not, I don't follow rap. I know you, that's, your, that's your wheelhouse. <laughs> I know you're a big Kanye fan. Yeah, my Yeezy pants right. I got on. You got your Yeezys on. That's um, right. <laughs> listen, the fervor at which they have went after Kyrie, and this might this might stem a little bit from last year because I know a lot of people hated Kyrie. I had to listen to and in all actuality, it turned me off of basketball, and I even told you this. I right. stopped watching because I got sick of fucking hearing it. The COVID shit, the, the vaccine shit, the he won't take the vaccine, so he's not a team player. You're right, motherfucker. It's not a team player. Is the team going to fucking pay out your family when you fucking die? Right. Or when you have complications? The dude simply said, look, this is an experimental drug that y'all have not fully tested or vetted. I do not want to put this shit in my body because I have heard it causes myocarditis. Let's skip forward a year. And what did the CDC actually come out and admit? That. That the vaccine actually causes. Myocarditis. Okay. So he was actually right. You know, right. but he's he's crazy. He's a lunatic. So, anyways, fast forward to now, what we're going through right now with this whole documentary, whatever. That the dude didn't even say anything. Right. They come out and immediately tell him, "You need to apologize," or "You need you need to come out as anti-Semitic." Uh, anti-Semitic, right? And he goes, "No, you know, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. You're painting me in a and and understand he has a contentious relationship with the media." Because he feels this way about the media. You're trying to paint me in a certain light. Okay? I think as a lot of free thinkers, I think as a lot of so-called quote-unquote conspiracy theorists, as a a lot of us conservative quote-unquote right-wingists feel the media paints us in a certain light, right? Right. So this guy's got a certain platform, and he feels like the media portrays him in a certain light. Yeah. And, and now I don't think he did himself any favors by not coming out and saying it. Right? Right. But he did go on to say other things other than I am not anti Semitic. Now I'm not saying that Kyrie is. I'm not saying that he's ever said anything that would lead you to believe he is. If you ask most of the people around the league, most of the people that are close to him, I would say 
to the point. Sorry. To the point. One of his best friends who's on his team, Kevin Durant. Right. So let's just play some ball. Well, he even kind of came out and said something, and then he caught fucking flack. And he had to come out and fucking retract and be like, look, I'm I'm not saying anything about anything. I'm just saying, let's play some motherfucking basketball. Right. Because what they have to say has nothing to do with right. basketball. Right. So, anyway. All right. Get jiggy with it, right? What is that? The mashed potato? What are you doing there? Is that the Tootsie Roll? <laughs> is that the Cabbage Patch Kid there? <laughs> what, are you, you know? what are you playing here? Oh, come on, man. It's Kanye. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I told you. I don't know anything about it. Listen. Listen to what he said. Now, that's not him fucking the devil. No, it's not Nas. Oh, or whatever. Okay. What's his name? Yeah, Lil, 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 Lil Nas. It's Lil Nas. Even, even he knows that. <laughs> but I just want to finish this point on Kyrie real quick. Right. And then you can get into Kanye if you want to. Oh, yeah. You can get all up in Kanye if you want. Yeah. So Kyrie gets suspended by the league. Right. For those that don't know, I, I can imagine much of the listeners probably don't follow basketball the way that I do. Yeah, I'd be like, who? Oh. <laughs> so, so the league comes out and suspends Kyrie. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. The league doesn't. The team does. Right. By who? The Nets. The right, Brooklyn but, Nets. But you, who do you think suggested this? So, well, I just want to point out that the owner of the uh, Brooklyn Nets is one Joe Tsai who actually has ties to China and has no problems with what they're doing with the Uyghurs in uh, uh, in, in China. So, anyways, never, what about Jay Z? Isn't he part of that? Jay Z is he used to be part owner. I, I would say I don't know what his situation of owning because he also started his own sports agency. Okay, so I don't know if he had to sell his stake in the team. I got you. because he, you know Was what I'm saying, became it's, an agent or right. whatever, right? Um, but anyways, nevertheless, so the team suspends Kyrie for a minimum of ah. I can't remember how many. I, I'm thinking it's like six, seven, eight, whatever games. Right. But it's not even just suspending for that. It's he has to meet certain criteria before he can become a part of the team again because they think he is not uh, fit to represent part of his team. Now, I just want to mind you that we've had certain other players in the league um, do atrocious things. Mm-hmm. We've had drug dealers. Why'd you look at me when you said that? Well, I'm just saying. We've had <laughs> players um, with allegations of domestic violence. Right. We actually had one in the offseason, Miles Bridges, um, which that story's kind of flip-flopping around, whatever. By the way, he's not suspended by the league. Um, we've had various things. This dude is suspended, and he didn't even say anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? He got dropped by Nike. Well, not not dropped like his... Well... 
He has one of the most popular shoes in the Nike line for right. basketball. They stopped selling. And they're not going to release the latest version, which, by the way, I don't know whether Kyrie really cares because I know in the last two years, he has been openly critical of the designs. I know this means nothing to most people, but he's like, Nike's designs are fucking crap. Right. So, once again, fuck you, money. <laughs> I, I don't care. You know what I mean? I don't care yeah. about you, Well, money. I've got more money than I'll need, than my... You know what I'm saying? Right. So, regardless of the fact. I want to point out something real quick. We had, and this is the timing, and this is what I was trying to get to, and I'm sorry this was a long way around to it. But Three once again, hours later. Once again, I want to say, what did they never call Kyrie? Liar. Wrong. So I want to point this out. And this, this never clicked to me until it, it just popped up the other day. Ryan Terrell is looking to become the first Orthodox Jew to play in the NBA. He was actually drafted into the G League draft, which was held like two weeks ago. Now, this is an openly Orthodox Jew who wears a... Um, yarmulke. Yarmulke on the court. Okay. He made his debut in the G League two nights ago. Uh, four nights ago. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What is the odds of the fucking timing that all this came out? That an anti-Semitic player in the NBA and you have your first Orthodox Jew playing in the G League trying to become the first Orthodox Jew to ever play in an NBA game. Now, what are the chances that you think that this guy's ever... I don't know if you know how the G League works, but it's kind of like the minor league system for the NBA when you're short players, which we know a lot of players have been missing a lot of time due to COVID, due to injuries, due to whatever. Right. What are the chances that this particular guy gets a call up into the league? To the Nets. Um, well, he would get called up by the Detroit Pistons because that's who he plays oh, for. okay. But nevertheless, what is the odds of the timing? I would say it's pretty pretty good chance that that happens because who who's the commissioner? Adam Silver. Right. What is he? I would say, without knowing 100%, that he is Jewish. Right. And I just want to point out also, with the fervor that you've gone after Kanye on this situation, and you've gone after Kyrie on this situation, of what they're saying, that the, that the Orthodox Jews run the world, or, or run the, have a major influence in, in the money in the world that's running the world, the fervor that you went after with them to cancel them doesn't exactly paint a picture of these guys are wrong in what they're saying, even though they didn't even say anything. Quick question. Go ahead. Rothschilds. Jewish. And that so ends the show here today, guys. <laughs> what do you think? Put a lid on it. Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, realistically, that's a good way. I to mean, right? That's good. Yeah. Hey, if, hey. if you're pissed off because you're that these people may or may not be making Jewish remarks, if you're pissed off at actors, actresses, singers, rappers, whatever that are saying whatever about the Jewish people, and they're not specifying, but if if what we believe and what a lot of people believe, the people that run the world are the Rothschilds. 
go back to the Rothschild show that we did. They're Jewish. Yeah, they're from Germany, but they're Jewish. <laughs> they're former Kazarian mafia. <laughs> Their bloodlines run deep. <laughs> what? All right. Who? Yeah. Hmm. 200 downloads on that show. L- listen. <laughs> listen. I mean, that's a good place to end the show. Listen, right. we're not saying... Listen. And, and I, want, no. I want to say this. I'm not saying that the Jewish people are bad. No, no, no. Or wrong. Or wrong in their... I'm your your average that. Jewish person is no different than you and I. I'm saying that, much like we started the show, right? And I I just want to tie this back in, real quick. The history that we're taught, the things that we're told, the things that we have learned as kids, young adults, that we have grown up thinking, we've been told or painted. A certain story. Is that story the correct one? Or is it right? Or is it accurate? Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, it's the one that we have grown up believing. So sometimes it's hard to let those beliefs go. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you need to open your mind. And this is something that I told. We, we have somebody that we talk to. I won't say on the reg, but. Right. But it's what I told him. You have a certain belief, and that's shaped by the things that you've learned as a young person. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes it's hard to open let your mind. It, well, let go of that, but open your mind to the possibility of other things. So all I'm saying is, is open your mind to the possibility. They're saying these things. I'm telling you, they were not called. They've been called everything under the sun. Right. Except a liar. Right. Open your mind to the fact that the things that you think you know may not be correct. Might not be the truth. It might just be what you know. That's it. And it it goes back to even, not to start hour number three like this. So hour number three, here we go. I'm going to need another drink if we're going to go into I'm going to end it with this. (laughs) We have time and time again, whether we have been on the show or I have done it by myself, but like what you just said. Mm-hmm. Even go back to what I've talked about in different different shows about Russia and Ukraine. Mm-hmm. We were taught from ever since I was a kid, and I'm sure our parents were the same. You were taught what to hate the Russians, mm-hmm. to fear the Russians, to, to fear hate the, the Russians, Russians right. to hate the Russians. The Cold and, War. Most most of the people that are listening probably grew up in right. The Cold War most of the people era. listening are probably in our age range. I right. said this yesterday, probably or the other day, probably between the ages of 30 and 50 years old. Mm-hmm. You were raised in history books being taught whatever about the Cold War. You watched movies mm-hmm. that depicted Russia as the evil empire. Mm-hmm. You know what? I mean, just name a few. Top Gun. That's all I know. No. Rocky. Uh, Rocky. Iron Eagle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie with the people when they had the guns and they did the stuff, right? Red Dawn. Yeah. See? See? That's <laughs> why he gets it. He gets it. No. <laughs> That's what I was going. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? We are taught right. through through uh, movies, TV shows, songs, mm-hmm. uh, education. Hell, even <laughs> not for nothing, but there was this movie that had uh, Brendan Fraser in it. Uh, Alicia... Silver... Blast from the Past. There you go. Blast mm-hmm. from the Past. Mm-hmm. Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. right? Right. Oh, damn Russians, so sly. You know, we always were taught that to hate the Russians. I remember back in the mid-'80s when I was a wee 45 years old, no, <laughs> that it was like, you know, it was like, Russian, you know, it was like, and I've said this, and we've talked about this. I'm not saying that that what we're taught is wrong, but what if it is? What if it is wrong? What if what we just said, what if what we're taught is wrong? The history that we learned that we don't even teach anymore. I'll say this about that. You can have your opinions about Russia. You can be pro, post, P, post, whatever. I hate them. I love them. I don't love them. Why are you bringing out the bottle of vodka? Number one podcast in all of Russia. Why are you putting that hat on? You like my hat? (laughs) It's a mink fur. Let me dance for you. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll say this about that. No one gets the ire of the media or whatever more than when you talk about Jews. And like you said, you might not be specifying, you know, the kosher deli guy down the street. You're hitting on the Rothschilds, and they don't want that. It all comes back to them, the rulers of the world. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry, and this will be the last thing that I say, I promise. I know we said that probably hour an hour ago. Four. <laughs> <laughs> but but I told you about the video that I saw. Um, the, the, with the chick with the big? No, no, no. Oh, no. the other one. The other one. Oh, okay. About the two guys. and they were Oh, like, that they, video. <laughs> right, two guys in a cup. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Morning. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, it was the two guys, and they discovered the, the some sort of time machine or something. The dude, I, I, I can't remember exactly where the time machine was, but the the guy comes out and he's like, "Holy shit, I created a time machine!" You know, and the guy's like, "Oh shit!" You know what? What should we? You know, what can we do? Whatever. And he's like, "Oh, we should definitely go back and kill Hitler." You know, and and right wrongs. You know, whatever. Blah blah blah. Short video on on fucking. I can't even remember if it was Twitter or TikTok, TikTok or, or whatever. So they end up getting in the thing, going to the time machine, killing Hitler, whatever, and they come back. And they're like, yeah, we did it. We fucking... Rah! They walk outside and everybody is a fucking Hasidic Jew. So they're all walking around with the, the curly... <laughs> and there's guys like... <laughs> He's like, I think we fucked up. <laughs> So I'm just, <laughs> it was the funniest video. I'll delete that. <laughs> just saying. It was so funny. what you're saying is maybe Hitler had it right. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> Where are you going, buddy? Come back. We're not done. I got to sign off. No. Um, no, I, I just found it a very funny video. And it has a lot, a lot more relevance now because this was like, what, two months ago when I told you about it? Right. Whatever. So anyways, that's all I got. I'm sorry. That's funny. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us today with this three-hour complicate of... Uh, I'm, I, that's why I don't come around do. often. That's what we do. That's why I don't come around often. I'll split this up. This will be next week's show. I won't have to... This will be three weeks worth of shows. I won't have to do any shows next week. All right, guys. We'll see you in December. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, I uh, hope you enjoyed another Detom Files. I don't think we got too drunk. Nah. Um, uh, can I get one for the road? No. My whiskey. Damn it. Stay away from my closet there. There's some Buffalo Trace in there. <laughs> no, that is not the Buffalo Trace you're looking for. I can smell it. <laughs> that is not the Blanton's you're looking for. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs>
Well, thank you for coming by today, Mr. Christopher. It's been a minute. Yeah. It's, it's been, been, a, yeah. Uh, been a while. It's mm. been a while. Now we know why. Since I've seen you. The people can only stand me in small doses. In four-month <laughs> interval <laughs> intervals. <laughs> I don't even remember the last show we did. Uh, mm. Puke and rally. No. Right. I, I think it was the uh, the uh, Boston bombing. Oh, was it? It was the, yeah. Yeah, so it's been a while. It's been a while. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, don't be a stranger. No, I see you every day. Well, but they don't. Right. Right. Peter, You're welcome. <laughs> they, they clamor for it. <laughs> welcome. We'll get an extra <laughs> two to three <laughs> downloads. Negative downloads. No, two to three. No. Okay. Hundred? No. Two two, two to two three. three. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all the people that download the show that's when just, I'm on it. <laughs> that's just him and his wife they'll download they listen to it. No? All right. Grab your daughter's phone and hit me some downloads, man. <laughs> all right, guys. With that being said, it is November eleventh, two thousand and twenty two, Friday. Make sure you drink responsibly and when you do drink, drink maker's mark. Damn right. Or Whatever. Well, that's what I'm going home to drink. Going, going home to drink both? Um, well, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't give me these. <laughs> I haven't even opened any makers. Hmm. I got some uh, cast strength I got some makers. Nice, yeah. I got some 46. Yeah. I, I got some I'm gonna... Presidente. I don't... Right. On the next D-Top mm-hmm. show. The, just a little side note. Y'all don't know, but this is... I already pressed stop. I'm joking. <laughs> This is how he uh, entices me to come into the studio. I, I am the Seth Green of <laughs> podcasting. Wait. I got little kids here. <laughs> I got whiskey. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'll be there. Little, little does he know those are just bottles of watered-down soda. And someone just honked. Okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, You guys have a great day, and I will talk to you again on Monday or Sunday, depending on when I do a show. One of those two days. All right. You have a great day, and we'll talk to you again. See you later.